0: not eating chips you're not eating chips on an I mean, audio he's drinking. <laughs> I, I don't mean, think, i stuff. don't think he's drinking anything that crunches i mean i got a mute button oh boy okay
1: can, can, I, can I have
0: some <laughs> yeah pass the chips <laughs> uh all right guys so okay let's get started It's my first pot of the year okay i'll i'll i'll, I'll address that Ah, delicious okay Whew. hello world welcome back to the still existing uh flores and friends podcast um this is our first pod of 2022 hope everybody's having a good start to their year um it's been it's been one week since you looked at me no uh it's been since november uh that the last pod so about three months now it's february uh, yeah, it was just another delay because of the holidays, and then January was kind of crazy for me um, in my life and, and professional life. So, uh, And then I was going to do a pod last week, but uh, it didn't work out, and so we decided to push this week. Uh, this is coming out Wednesday, the 23rd, I believe. So, yes, I am joined by my, my dearest friends, uh, my wolf pack for upcoming adventures, the last ride of Flastolinkins. Uh, and by that, I mean uh, I'm joined by Stephen Vastola and Anthony Jenkins, uh, a.k.a. Cut. How are you doing, Stevo? i I'm doing all right. How are you, John? I'm all right. Anthony, how are you doing this lovely Sunday afternoon? I'm great, man.
1: You know, couldn't much more. Uh, you know,
0: cheers. Cheers to you. We are going to uh, Vegas in a couple weeks. Is that a couple weeks now? It's right yeah, around the yeah. corner at this point. Yeah, it's we're coming up. We're actually going there for uh, Steven's uh, bachelor party. Should be exciting. We're missing um, Tom. It's it's the three of us plus Tommy, who's been a guest on this pod before. It's uh, really exciting. I've been to Vegas as a teenager, but I've never been as an adult. But it really won't change anything because I don't drink or gamble. Um, but you know, penny slots. I, mean, I think I'm. I think they might be able to talk me into some penny slots. Uh, Anthony, what are you looking forward to the most on this upcoming bachelor party trip to Sin City? <clears throat>
1: Um, one proving you wrong about only playing the penny slots is going to okay. be one thing. Looking forward to I'm looking forward to Steven not remembering at least the first night or the second night. <laughs> um, looking forward to you know just making sure you guys have a good time. I'll be your tour your tour guide. You know just you know just let me know when y'all need anything. It's going to be a great experience. I don't want to say too much on this pod about it, but you know yeah. But we'll, we'll get into it later towards the end of that topic or. Yeah.
0: No one there Uh Steven, so uh what I I was curious, not to, you know, d necessarily air out your dirty laundry here, but when like you did tell Rachel, yeah, we're definitely going to Vegas, how did she take that? I understand that she was not a, she was not thrilled.
2: No, I mean that's, pro- that's probably the way to describe it. Not thrilled, but I mean
0: <laughs> it
2: is what it is. She's over it.
0: So, no. what are you looking forward to in Vegas? Is this your this is your first time or second time? Yeah,
2: this is my this is my first time in Vegas. Oh boy. oh boy! Oh um, boy! I don't I don't really I don't I don't I guess I don't really have any expectations. I don't really know what to expect there. I mean my my understanding of Vegas is that it's a giant casino. So if it's anything but that, I'll be pleasantly surprised.
0: Yeah, and if all of us survive, and uh, maybe we can rope Tommy into it as well, we'll do a bonus episode. This won't count. Uh, for the last six episodes we're doing, including this one. Uh, yeah, this this is the start of our last six episodes for this pod. We are ending on episode 100, which should probably be uh, sometime in May or June or somewhere around there, um, depending on if I take another hiatus. Who knows? Uh, but, yeah, we'll sneak in a bonus episode to talk about what we can talk about and just, you know, non-criminalizing, N- nothing, nothing that won't get us in trouble. And we'll just talk about it after a reaction pod, I guess, bonus episode. You were about to say something.
1: Anybody who's yeah, still alive, right? I mean, hopefully, yeah. But remember how we did a, a pod a long time ago? Basically, took out your iPhone on a table. I think we're like an
0: old apartment we used to have,
1: and we just sat there and did a pod off of your.
0: Uh, no, couch. I brought my laptop. I didn't have my. It wasn't an iPhone. It was a laptop. It was my laptop, and I had brought my mic. It was. Uh, it was oh, really? us three, oh, yeah. Rachel. And I think Clark, right? Was Jasmine there?
1: I don't think Jasmine, Clark and Jasmine was. Jasmine. Jasmine was there. I mean, it was at our apartment.
2: Was it? Um, yeah, it was, was at, it was at their apartment that was nearby to me and Rachel's townhome. Oh, wow. That was a long
0: time ago. Down on uh, Corsi, I believe. I just remember you two getting really drunk. <laughs> and, like, drinking while we were doing the pod, which was – those were early days, man. That was, like, beginning, I think, of volume two, and we're in volume five. Uh oh.
1: I'll set up. Sure. Say this. I need you to just take your phone out. Peak of the second night. right? Take out oh, your gosh. voice memos recorder. And, and let's let's just see what we can record. Let's see what what happens. Now I don't. I mean post it though.
2: But
0: right? yeah. I could. I'll be happy to do that. Um, <laughs> we'll just we'll just
2: edit out this section too, so nobody knows
0: that there's <laughs> <Right>. actually existence <laughs> of anything. <laughs> okay so we do have i'm glad that y'all uh first off thank you for coming on and i'm glad we're doing this because this will probably be the last time the three of us do a pod together as this current pod as this pod currently exists um uh, still do have plans for something after this but uh tbd um so yeah this is the last ride of the three of us it's become pretty much a standard uh operation for us to do our pods and uh mainly talk about sports and that's what we have a full slate of talking about we're going to talk about the nfl season uh we're going to talk about the playoffs we're going to talk about the super bowl uh we're going to specifically talk about the saints because uh, it was a big year for us especially towards the end of the year uh and then we're going to talk about we're going to talk about lsu a little bit because that's important there was another big shakeup there as well um, and then we're going to talk about the NBA season, which is currently – and we're recording this during the All-Star break. Uh, so we're going to talk about some – what we think of the season so far, who we think is going to be MVP. We're going to talk about our teams, and we're going to talk about the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, we're going to leave it from there. And uh, so without any further ado, um, anything you guys want to say before we get started? Hopefully Zion comes back soon. <laughs> As he wears a New Pelicans hat. Oh, shirt. Sorry. They compared, okay.
1: They compared everybody – comparing that man to Greg Oden.
0: Oh no. I mean he's only played one season. Yeah, that's true. He played, uh, he played
2: half of his he played half of his rookie season. He played uh, most of the following season, and then I think this is his third year. So he's twenty one yeah, he's twenty-one now, and he hasn't played at all. So he's played a year and a half or three years.
0: We're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's before we get to the <laughs> NBA, uh let's talk about the NFL. Now, back in September, we recorded a pod, episode ninety-two, part one, where we talked about sports, and we did a lot of uh, prognosticating and predicting. So let's react to the actual season. Um, it was an interesting season, I think. Uh, I I actually really enjoyed it. It was like it was the first time. I know the Saints have had down seasons during the former uh, Sean Payton era, but I actually was like, this was the this was a season where I was emotionally divested but also still actively engaged in the league and i thought that like the way i feel about the nfl these days i'm like if the saints suck i'm not going to give a fuck about any of this but i was pleasantly surprised that uh, there was a lot of things going on in the league uh that I was very interested in specifically the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh but let me let me let me ask my guest first. Uh Steven what were your big surprises or big takeaway from this NFL season? For me
2: I was actually very impressed with Kansas City and their ability to go from what were they I think 3 and 4 at some point and Mahomes looked awful to they just figured it out and then they won 9 or 10 straight. Until they eventually lost to the Bengals in the playoffs, but um Big props to that team to be able to pull off what they did, and um, for Patrick Mahomes just to get it all together. They were they were one of the uh, they were one of the more exciting things to watch once they kind of figured it out. And the uh, and the Chargers, on the other hand, probably gave us the best game, the two best games of the regular season, um, outside of in my, in my opinion, a very lackluster NFL season. Really. I'm not including the playoffs. The regular season as a whole yeah. I thought was pretty meh, but I think the Chargers he gave us the easily the two best games. Their their last game against Kansas City and then yeah. you know, played
0: the Raiders. I think I'm I think I may be suffering from recency bias from those playoff games, but you're probably right. Now that I think about it, it was a pretty uh so so kinda season. Um, Anthony, what were your big takeaways? Any big surprises, anything Anything wild, you think? I mean, Urban Meyer's a whole thing. and uh, But what anything? Uh, what was your big takeaways from this uh, past NFL season?
1: Um, I mean, I guess it was probably the emergence of the Bengals. I mean, it was fun just watching them win this year. I mean, going from 4-11 last year, obviously Joe Burrow. We're yeah. all fans of him because of LSU days. But, you know, I mean, seeing them come back, you know, winning come back, play of the year, you know, having a heck of a season even though it started off Rocky it didn't look like as promising. Jamar Chase being that number one guy out there in Cincinnati was a you know surprise as well. I mean we knew what he could do in college, but I didn't know if it would translate that well into, you know, the NFL. And I mean it did. I I did enjoy Kansas City. I enjoyed mm-hmm. Kansas City in the Bills games. You know, Bills are always fun to watch. I mean the Saints were pretty much what we kind of expected well not what we expected because we didn't know how many my players were going to be hurt or you know mm. how COVID would affect us as much as it did but you know again I, I'd still say you know the Bengals got a lot of fans here in Louisiana
0: especially after this year definitely uh so we talked about a lot of teams impressing us what any teams that stand out for y'all that like Not, I guess we include the playoffs in this matter, but like, I guess it would be more so all the teams that didn't make the playoffs or any big, any teams that really stood out to you that really didn't come along. I mean, either through like just fucking around or just injuries. Like, the thing that strikes out to me is like the Ravens felt like I. They had a terrible year. Like they had a lot of injuries, granted, but like it, they, you know, they, they didn't make the playoffs. And like Lamar Jackson, like coming off of last year, felt like he was a really big up and coming star. And then they kind of fell back to earth this this season. Uh, Anthony, Stephen, any any teams leap out that you were like, oh, like oh, maybe like the Cowboys or anything like that? Because they were they had a pretty like the on paper, like, they had a pretty successful <laughs> season and yeah, uh,
1: predictable season.
0: This yeah, they do every year. Well. And- I mean, then what's then what's okay? So if the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys underachieved because on paper, I think that they had a pretty good season. I mean, they did. Those.
2: They beat up on the worst the the worst division in football, um, mm-hmm. and then when they they were they were six and zero against the NFC Lease, and then they were they were a five hundred team against everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I mean, one is more indicative of who they are than the other. Yeah. So
0: well, any other any other either one of you have any other teams that you felt like. No, remarkably underachieved this year. The Chargers, yeah, percent
2: the Chargers. I had, I had, I had tickets on the Chargers. I was sold on Justin Herbert. And I still am sold on Justin Herbert. I'm not sold on the rest of the team, though. Yeah. Um, but I, I bet, I bet on them a long time ago for them to win the AFC, and they were quite a while. I'm like, this is looking good. Herbert looks really good. Chiefs look like they're down, and then I watched the Chief, went, Chiefs win. Chiefs one game after game after game, and the Chargers were kind of iffy, and then the. It all came down to that last game for them against Kansas City, and they, they lost that game. Yeah. Never, you know, they, they, they had a touchdown lead with under two minutes ago, and Mahomes did Mahomes magic, and they got the ball back, and overtime won the game then, those mm-hmm. stupid overtime rules. But um, definitely the Chargers. They, I mean, everybody talks about Justin Herbert with that elite group of Mahomes and and. Burrow, if you want to throw him in there, Rodgers and all those, all those elite quarterbacks. Herbert's right in the mix there. He's the only one of the bunch not, not to make the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Anthony, how about you, man? Anyone that stuck out? Like for me, not to get ahead of you, but like uh, the one that just popped in my brain was the Bears. Like I know that you know Mac Nagy was not a great coach, and there's a lot of fucking around going on in that organization. But like I was kind of underwhelmed how Justin Fields debuted. Like I was kind of like, oh well, and that's something we could talk about. There was a big rookie QB class that came in the door. Came into the, came into the doors this season, but before we get into that, Anthony, how about you, man? Any underachievers that strike that st- stand out to you?
1: Oh man, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with the the Jets. I had them winning it all this year, you know. Oh. Like, I felt like they really had a, you know solid QB, and uh, you know I think they were starting to put some pieces together and to go four and thirteen, and it was it was, it was crazy to me, you know. It's, Anthony Jenkins.
0: Anthony Jenkins, notorious BYU fan, huge, he had huge, he had a pile of Zach Wilson's stock. Wilson, yeah, look, I thought Zach Wilson, you know, was going to
1: take him to the promised line. I had a, had a ticket on it, you know, just kind of like Stephen had the ticket on the Chargers.
0: You know, we were like...
2: one's a bit more believable back than back. the other. <laughs>
0: yeah. What, um, so yeah, let's talk about the QBs. Like, there was, Mac Jones really came in, and uh, people were really low on him as far as There were a lot of talk during the draft last year that like he was going to go high to the Niners or something like that. And it was all subterfuge. And then he ended up at the Patriots. And there were talks, there was like a stretch in the middle of the season where people were like, is this, is Mac Jones good? And then we also had Trey Lance. Can I ask
2: a question on that with Mac Jones? Because a lot of people have Mac Jones and I don't see it. But before the draft, one through Mm -hmm. four, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Mac Jones. Is that the order or is it maybe Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields? Zach There's Wilson, and then links. Mac Jones. In any, any, any scenario, pre-draft, you would probably rank those guys. Trevor Lawrence is obviously number one. Mm-hmm. And then probably flip-flop between Fields and Wilson, depending on your preference, for two and three. Feels and three. then Mac Jones is probably consensus four, right?
0: See, well, that's the thing. I wasn't going to – well, preseason. Yeah, before uh, the draft. Before the draft. That's how you would rank them, right? He uh, would, would be number four, Mac Jones. I would say three. I would put him three behind – Who's he in Bob, front of? he's Father, in front of uh he's in front of I'm sorry it's I, I go uh Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Mac Jones and then it was Trey Lance and then Zach Wilson I I I don't I guess I would put Zach Wilson ahead of Trey Lance because Trey Lance I think was an FBS right and so like I don't I think like even less than what the competition Zach Wilson was facing at BYU I think it's like well FBS is like a level below that so I would probably put Trey Lance no disrespect uh plenty of successful quarterbacks have gone on uh fbs quarterbacks have gone on to so you know moderately successful uh nfl careers i mean fuck uh what's his face josh allen was at wyoming right like and that's i think that's an fbs school so like it i, I just would have put trey lance because of the level of competition he faced in college i'd put him at the bottom uh but yeah that's how i would go so i would i would go so far as to put mac jones at number three because i mean he did go to alabama and he wasn't some big games so that's that's the only reason i would say i would put him at three Wyoming is the Mountain West Conference, by the way. Um, um, Anthony,
2: okay. anyway, uh, do you feel give or take the same that it's like Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, or I, I don't even, I, I don't, I don't care for Trey Lance. I don't, I don't. I think he's if if you're going, we're dragging all five of them. I think he's number five. and He's going to stay there. But oh wow, um, I feel like Mac
1: Mac Jones would be if we're going top four. I mean, Mac Jones is probably still be at four, and I agree with the
2: order that was okay. set.
1: You know, okay, Tuesday. so.
2: We all agree, give or take, that he's like three or four. That was a pre draft. Now, postseason, here we are. Do you still feel it's the same and why not?
0: Well, that was the point I was gonna make about the rookie QBs coming in. I was like a lot of a lot of there was a lot of interest in seeing who would shake out to be the best. And I don't think you can clearly say in in any order, like that any of them will be successful because they all except for Mac Jones, I feel and I guess trailing it because the Niners did go to the uh, divisional round of the uh, – no, I'm sorry. They made it to the uh, NFC Championship. Uh, they were all kind of like iffy, or, iffy spots, like iffy organizations, and I don't think any of them were really handled, except for Mac Jones, really handled well by their organization. So I don't know. It's still TBD on all of these guys for me, man. Like, I, okay, I but that think, was that, – yeah.
2: that was, I was also getting to that because I was like, Mac Jones is the only quarterback, not including Trey Lance because Trey Lance didn't play. Yeah, not really. Of, like a handful of snaps. But the other four, Mac Jones by far went to the best team of the bunch, and yeah. it's not a debate. Like the Patriots got significantly better from last year because they got all their guys back that opted out from COVID. There were like nine, nine of those guys were on defense. So, I mean, like they were, they were pretty good. That's why they were nine and five at some point because they just needed him to hand the ball off. Like I don't really think he did anything.
0: Yeah, he didn't so, like blow any – he wasn't a world beat or anything. Oh, like that. at one point I think he had like yeah, 20 – he
2: had like 20, 21 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Like, it's
0: very average. Yeah, it's and not... he beat the. He won. They won that Buffalo game, and I think he, he went through two passes. One, yeah, one, he was like he was two of three. Two of three for 17 yards. Well, I oh mean, it was gosh. too
1: cold. I mean, it was the best team that ran the ball one. You know? Yeah. But I mean, I feel like he's definitely a product of, you know, the Belichick system. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I don't really. Just because he had the better season as a starting quarterback, I wouldn't put him ahead of the rest of them, guys yet. Because, I mean, Mike Al said, he, they ran the ball a ton of the time. They had a three headed running back committee. Yeah. Know, and they used all those guys, no matter who was out. I mean, yeah, he had a couple games where it came down to passing, but the system itself, as well as the defense, that was, I think they, they had to finish like top three last year in defense. But, I mean, everything was stout on that side of the ball.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's very interesting. I'm very curious to see what they do next season. And I'm, yeah, I am very curious. Like I I was, I felt bad for, I actually felt bad for Trevor Lawrence. If that may be shocking. Cause I was like that man probably, you know, he's probably, you know, he just, like, I I think he knew it was going to be bad playing for the Jags. I don't think he was aware how bad it would be playing for the Jags and not even just on the field stuff, but off the field shit. And it's like, and I also feel bad for, uh, you know Justin Fields for I mean he was like I mean the writing was on the wall everybody knew this was Nagy's last season so it's like it's really sucks but like I I'm I'm hopeful on all of them I don't think I, that's the good thing I'm gonna be optimistic about all these guys even Trey Lance and we could talk about that um, with the playoffs uh, the Niners situation um, because Garoppolo I think is an under, is he an unrestricted free agent or do they still have like a like a year on him and they could trade him or something like that anyway let's move on to the next thing uh before like let's move on uh let's talk about the big retirement the other big retirement in the nfl uh this season towards the end there so tom brady touchdown tom brady uh fucking retired from the tampa bay buccaneers sucking ears uh anyway (laughs) uh it was pretty shocking and first off he it got spoiled uh that he was retiring and apparently people were upset that like hey adam schefter why did you why did you break that news why did you do your job as a journalist and it's like well i mean it's whatever so were y'all let's but, but more importantly were y'all legitimately shocked that tom brady retired i was like oh i mean i thought he had at least another year anthony what'd you think man were you what, did you find it like shocking that he retired decided to hang it up this season and not give it one more year Definitely. I mean, especially
1: since he left a lot of money on the table. Not yeah, he really cared about it. But still, if he mm-hmm. even if he would have just waited one more week to announce it, I think he he would have at least got more money back.
0: Yeah, it's but, wild, huh?
1: Yeah, I don't. I, I, I like thought he's retired. I mean, that's again. That was the other thing. Like, there's there's been reports, so it seems like he retired. And some people are saying he's not really going to retire, mm-hmm. or he might come back after a year, taking a year off or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was definitely shot. I, mean, I mean, the guy I feel like he wants to hold every record in the book. You know, I feel like now he has people chasing him. But I mean there's nothing left for him to prove really. Unless he wants to go to the Jets and win a Super Bowl. Then then he's the goat.
2: Cash handling really.
1: his tickets. Then, then, right, thank you. I Steve, got him you, for the next five years. So
0: So you were you were you weren't necessarily surprised because you don't think he's necessarily retired. Is that the vibe I'm getting? Uh,
2: from? Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, what he's 40, he's 44. I think, I think a yeah. few years back, he said he wanted to play till he's 45. So I yeah. mean, he's, he's one year short. He could just call it quits. I mean, he doesn't, I don't know why he would feel the need to play till he's 45, just to play to 45. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, Anthony said he's got nothing left to prove at this point. He's, he's 44 years old. His kids are, are, Kind of getting, you know, a little up in age. I think they're almost teenagers now. It's it's a good time for him to walk away. He's also leaving behind still a pretty good Bucks team that was kind of much like the Saints were last year. Just a team that just needed a quarterback to make it move, and they would have been fantastic. But
0: mm-hmm. you know,
2: just it's it's it's. I'm not surprised he walked away, but he definitely he definitely could still come back. I wouldn't say he sits a year. I think if he sits a year, he's he's done. I don't understand yeah. why a 44 year old guy would sit out a year and then come back. Like that ain't happening. I agree. So um not surprised he's retired, but at the same time, like if you told me in four months from now that like, Oh, Tom Brady's back. All right, cool. He just wanted to skip OTAs or something <laughs> like,
0: all right, I get it. <laughs> Tom, if you wanted to skip OTAs, man, all you had to do was say you're not attending OTAs. There's easier ways of going about this. Um, yeah. But, yeah, let's let's focus on what you brought up there, and that's the thing I find the most fascinating about the uh, about the Brady retirement. Um, it, obviously because they're a division opponent and they did win the division last year. Where does this leave the Bucks for you all? Like, What do you think their plan is now? Like, I, I, I take it they didn't expect this to happen – and now they, you know, luckily for them, um, Byron Leftwich and uh, Todd Bowles are still with the organization, so they didn't lose any coordinators. But, like, what do they do now? Like, it's not like there are a bunch of QBs to get them across the finish line. And even Tom Brady couldn't get them across the finish line this season. So, like, what, what, what do is they Tom do? Brady's fault, let's put it yeah, that way. Well,
1: I mean, yeah, fault. and that's probably part of the reason why Tom Brady left. I mean, you got Antonio Brown fiasco.
0: That's you know, his guy. Him.
1: That's his guy, him. though. Your second, your other wide receiver in uh, that Goblin. Yeah, Goblin. I mean, playoff line between the other two. I mean, Gronk is on and off, and you're tight end. Like, they were, they were never consistent, like, as far as having a full team all year. But, I mean, that's everybody's case with Cope, right? Yeah. I mean, but still, they they lost a lot of weapons. I mean, you had a guy quit on you halftime. <laughs> In the middle of a game, I mean, that's I'd hang up my cleats. I'm like, you know, I'm getting too old for this shit. Against the Jets, no less. <laughs> against against
2: the, Jets. the Jets, he
1: wanted um, to rock. Okay, but they, I think their best bet to go. I mean, you go with Jameis. I think they make a run at Jameis. Oh
2: wow, somebody Hot that knows son, the system. Huh? No, Maybe, uh, nobody. You know? th- no, the Saints and Bucks are not going to fight over Jameis once. It's not going to. It's <laughs> not going to happen. I
1: would not say it would be a fight, but I mean, why? I mean, it makes the most logical sense no. that you go with a player that has rapport with with which your play no. the saints in and the bucks
2: the saints and the bucks are going to do they're going to attempt to do the exact same thing and they're going to go after either russell wilson or, or check in with aaron Rodgers, or what's the deal with deshaun Watson, who should never play another down football again um or any of or any other quarterback and i think those are the big three in terms of like guys that are actually somewhat available but um man could you imagine like as bad as you think the nfc south might be now because like the best quarterback is matt ryan by default right now um could you imagine if wilson comes to the saints or something Rodgers goes to the bucks like all of a sudden it's it's a oh, loaded no. division
0: there's no way aaron Rodgers would ever follow like be the guy who's like i'm gonna replace tom brady because it's like that no he's not gonna he's not coming to the bucks but uh it's fascinating uh we were kind of we were going to touch upon that when we talked about, like, kind of the next season and stuff like that. But, like, yeah, I mean, the, we have a few more than a few quarterbacks like that are uh, out there, and a lot of discussion's been around where they're going to go. So, let's move on to the playoffs. I think that this was uh, like one of the obviously, it's been a lot of people have said this, so I'm not saying anything hot takey here right now, but I really do think this is one of the best playoffs that we've ever had the privilege of seeing. And I really do think that Buffalo Bills. Kansas City Chiefs game in the divisional round was, like, God, it's, like, the best non-Saints game I think I've ever seen. Um, uh, so what y'all think of the playoffs? Like, we're – we I obviously the betting favorites, the Chiefs and the Bucks didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Um big upsets in that department. But like I think obviously the Bengals, but like anything else stand out for y'all in the playoffs? Like anything wild at all, like, you know, uh Tennessee and shit like that, or I guess nobody really bought into Tennessee, but uh yeah, like, Steve, right how do you feel? <laughs> yeah, how do you feel, you man? You what mean? were the playoffs
2: you like
1: anyway goes down? I mean, that no uh
2: I, I don't. I mean, I, I don't think it's any question. Uh, I think you said it earlier. I mean, in terms of recent memory, I, I can't. I can't think of a of a playoffs where every game felt like it was. It was. I mean, with with the only exception being the the poor Pittsburgh Steelers, um, who shouldn't have been in there to begin with. But uh, great job,
0: Indianapolis. Um, but uh, oh, we didn't add Carson Wentz to that list of uh, Wilson. Rogers Wilson. No, Deshaun Watson. We forgot Ooh.
2: Carson Wentz. Nobody wants that trash quarterback. <laughs> but um, no, I I mean, outside of that game, every game was was at least within a score. I believe. I don't think there was another another game where it was at least a two score game. I, and then we had the what was it? Was it, it was the divisional round mm-hmm. where every game outside of the the Chiefs. And uh, Bills, which doesn't really count. I mean, it's still one score. Every game came down to a walk-off field goal. I mean, like, that's, yeah. that's insane. It's just some of the best football you'll, you'll ever see.
0: Kyle, um. what what'd you think, man? Were any, do you just echo Steven and, I, and my sentiments or anything else okay. stand out for you? Pretty much.
1: I mean, I was pretty disappointed with the Arizona Cardinals play. Mm. Um, Also, I love – well, I expected a lot more from them, especially in the playoffs. I mean, I know they struggled towards the end of the season, but, you know, I thought they would get it together.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: I mean, but I think – I mean, it was close. I mean, I guess this playoffs really echoed the fact that, that, you know, defense wins championships. But, like, a lot of the games came down to at least defense making a play or Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. So. Yeah, Uh, having
2: having the best corner, having the best corner in the league, maybe maybe not. Um, having the best defensive lineman in the league, and one of probably a top five defender all time, and also having another top ten defensive lineman, if not top five, is Von Miller certainly will win you a championship because nobody else had anything close to that with the Rams.
0: Yeah. So let's let's move on to the Super Bowl. I was talking. I was at a social event last night, and I was talking to someone. And who said, oh, I didn't even watch the Super Bowl. I didn't know who the two teams were until Super Bowl Sunday. I was like, oh, that's wild. And he goes, so what was the Super Bowl like? I was like, the funny thing about that Super Bowl, it was actually – I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good game, um, and I did have a rooting interest. I think all three of us did. We were rooting for the Bengals um, and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Uh, But, yeah, I think that – uh, what what was fun I was explaining I was like what was funny is the game was so good even though I enjoyed the game it was kind of like a letdown considering how great the playoffs had been this year and so like it was you know you mentioned it defense turns out defense does win championships because if it, the Rams didn't have Aaron Donald and uh, Von Miller and the Bengals didn't have a piss poor offensive line I, I think that was my biggest dis- disappointment It was just disappointing how predictable it all was at the end of the day because, like, it literally – everything – it literally came down to the one thing that everybody had been talking about the entire two weeks leading up to it. And, uh, yeah, it's just wild. What did you all think? Did you all enjoy the Super Bowl at all? Uh, Cud? did you enjoy the Super Bowl? Definitely
1: did. Um, I have to give a shout-out to Dr. Dre and the Halftime Show. That was – you know, that was a great Halftime Show. But – as far as the game, I mean, yeah, like you said, it was it, at the end, it, it got kind of predictable. Like, we knew it was about to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then really, not really. It's, I mean, to be honest with you, Joe Burrow didn't get sacked as many times as I thought he was in this game. So, I mean, that was, that was one thing that was good. thought he was going to get lit up, to be honest with you. And, yeah. I mean, the, the certain players that, that stepped up, I really didn't expect one of the greatest corners in the game, Eli Apple, to get burnt. I mean, that, that hurt, like, you know, that guy's a lockdown cornerback. That's If, if I had to draft anybody, you know, fourth and one, game on the line, you know, three seconds left, give me Eli Apple.
0: I, I'm hey. just glad Jalen Ramsey was in the, on the field to learn some pointers, to take some pointers away from Eli Apple's play in that game. It's like, I feel like Jalen Ramsey has, like, a lot of catching up to do to reach Eli Apple's level, and I think that this... That game was beneficial in his development. One day he will be the next Eli Apple.
1: Right. I mean, I feel the same. I mean, that's that's a tall ask, but you know, <laughs> we can hope for the best. Why is yeah. he, Why is Stephen Fifty Cent right now giving you my
2: best Fifty Cent in person, like, impression <laughs> oh, right go. now? I'm just just hanging out from the top, waiting for you to stop talking so I can get down from here. You know.
1: <laughs>
2: go,
0: go, go. <laughs>
2: No, do, do we have any idea why he was hanging from the top? Because that was that was one well, he was recreating
0: music video from yeah, you know. The,
2: the, oh, it was. A, I didn't know that. Okay,
0: yeah. I just
2: I was just I, anybody who hadn't seen it, like myself, was probably just like, "Why is this dude up here? Like, just get down."
0: Yeah, it was a it was a callback, but uh, yeah, uh, oh, it's actually a pretty good say. music video. Stephen, what'd you think of the Super Bowl man? Did you were you were you kind of like let down, or did you uh, think that it was engaging? No, I World? was.
2: I was pleasantly surprised because I didn't I didn't expect the Bengals to be in it at all. I, I didn't um, I didn't bet on a side. My money would have been on the Rams, but I, I didn't I didn't want to bet against Joe. Um, but I mean, the, the, the Bengals were never going to win that game short of like a miracle. I, I mean, yeah, Aaron Donald and Von Miller against that crap offensive line. Uh, and, and in the second half, uh, or was it was it? It was the Bengals. No, it was, it was the second half. It was the entire second half. I think it was. Yeah. They sacked Burrow on 21 on twenty-one dropbacks. They sacked him seven times or something like that. It was some so ridiculous. Third, yeah. yeah, like he was sacked on a third of his dropbacks. He was pressured on almost every other one. Like he just – he was under – they couldn't do anything. Like they got lucky with that 75-yard touchdown. It did that interception that they got a field goal on. But like otherwise they didn't get anything, and they, they, they really weren't um, because their offensive line was – Absolutely no match for that that defensive line. So just the fact that they managed to to play that first half as well as they did and kept themselves in the game, I was actually kind of impressed. But I I did not expect them to to be in a position late in the game to potentially kick a field goal to tie it or just outright win it.
1: So
0: yeah,
1: I mean, what do you goes down?
0: Yeah, that was a big double thing. Double
1: Cooper Cup. Like, yeah, uh, been all over Cooper
0: Cup. Yeah, I mean OBJ
2: was actually on his way to winning Super Bowl MVP uh, before yeah, his, you yeah, know, yeah, Lord that's blew that's his good, knee out. You know?
0: Aaron Donald should have won uh, MVP. I'm on. I'm on the Aaron Donald train. He should have won. I agree. But I, agree. I mean, you know, uh, so what do we think about Stafford? I don't really give a shit about Stafford. I'm happy for him because I mean, I imagine doing a bid on the if the figuratively speaking doing yeah. a bid in the Detroit penitentiary that is the Lions like when he finally gets out and he has his freedom to play for a good team he well, what do you what do single. you mean
2: what do you mean by what do we think about him uh like be, be a little more specific on your question there okay
0: so what do we think do you think that he was always okay let me let me elocute and let me articulate myself better here Let me ask you, in a retrospect, now that he has the ring, he's probably there's been a lot of talk that he's going to make it into the Hall of Fame. Do you think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, and do you actually believe that he is a legitimately great quarterback uh, that was just on a bad team and a bad organization for over a decade, or do you think that he's just like, congratulations, you rode a great team into into a Super Bowl, Matthew Stafford. I hope you, I hope you enjoy it. Like, what do you, where do y'all come down on that? I don't mean to like to be disrespectful because I mean I imagine he's he's talented. I think we all agree he's talented, but like, where where do you the, think his where do you think his like The second option? The second okay, option. Co- what do you like? All right, well, I mean, do you think that's fair though? Like, do you think like I mean, do you think he belongs in the Hall of Fame? Let me just ask you that. Do you think he, do you think Matthew Stafford belongs in the Hall of Fame? Cup? Co- no, no. <laughs> I mean, he,
1: he he won a Super Bowl, but I mean. I don't think that puts you in the Hall of Fame just because you, you won a Super Bowl. I guess that's his biggest accolade, if not his only accolade.
0: Yeah, or made the Pro Bowl has, once.
1: like, okay. I mean, I don't think that puts you in a, in a Super Bowl. Yes, he mm-hmm. was a, a victim of a shitty situation in Detroit, you know, but he's been, you know, also gifted to be in two pass happy offenses mm-hmm. you know, with, with the Detroit Lions. And in this situation, he just had a better defense. Mm -hmm. And that was the biggest difference Like I mean he was an average quarterback Make a play when I needed to Definitely still a great passer But I mean The defense won this You know won this for them in my my opinion Okay And if they only could have showed up the one time We needed them to beat the
0: Fucking hell right Trash (laughs) ass Rams uh, Steven, how about you? How, how, would you care to expand on what Anthony's saying? How do you come down on all this? Uh, with, I mean, Stafford?
2: he's he's always been a good quarterback. He still is a good quarterback. But I mean, I don't, you know, I, if he goes another like three or four years, given the same stats between, you know, 4,500, 5,000 yards passing, mm-hmm. you know, 30 to 40 touchdowns, and tries to keep his interceptions a little bit lower, because he actually hit he us almost a season high or career high. Interceptions this year at seventeen. Um, the only other time he had something higher was in twenty thirteen. We did nineteen. So oh, let's see back in his rookie year. He had twenty. So he had his third third most interceptions um this year. He had forty one touchdowns, so just a little over two to one touchdown interception ratio. But I mean, you know, like his his numbers are good. They're not, you know, he's not Drew Brees. You know, he's yeah. not throwing for 5,000, 5,500 yards and forty touchdowns and with a seventy million thousand Whatever you know, like he's not blowing the world up here. Um, does he deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? I, I mean, I don't think this ring changes anything. You know, he's a, he's a good quarterback that won a championship on a on a good team. I wouldn't consider. I wouldn't even call them a great team. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, if he gives me four to five years, maybe makes another Super Bowl. Um, sure, I you know I consider it, but right now, like. No, I mean there's definitely a lot of guys that are that are more deserving. I mean, would you put Matt Ryan in the Super Bowl right well, now? Well that was that my I'm next forward.
0: question. Who would you who would you rather have as your quarterback since we brought him up earlier? Would you rather have Matt Ryan as your quarterback or Matt Stafford as your quarterback?
2: Uh I mean based on like, their numbers, they're pretty equal. Um I, I mean I don't think Matt Ryan has ever played on a team
0: as good as the, the one that, that Stafford had with the Rams this year. So you wouldn't put that you wouldn't put that Super Bowl Falcons team in the conversation with this Rams team? No, I mean, offensively, they had they had Julio, and who else did they have?
2: Was was Roddy White exactly. still on the that's, team?
1: That's about to say, that's the question. Who else did they have? Know who yeah, I mean,
2: look, I, I remember their <laughs> running backs. I remember their running backs who were good, not great. I remember mm-hmm. their. I, I remember they had a good offensive line, not great. And I remember they had Julio, who was obviously the, probably the best receiver in the league at the time. And I don't know who else they had receivers. Probably Roddy White, if he was still around. Yeah, um, but their defense wasn't very good. It was average. It's okay. You know they didn't have Aaron Donald and Von Miller on the other end. So, hmm. you know, I, I I definitely I if you put that Rams team against this against that Falcons team, the the, the Rams are probably around a touchdown favorite. Like they're not that Falcons team is not very good compared to this Rams team.
0: Um, so sorry no, guys, I, I was trying to get situated yeah, here. No, you're good. You're good. That's why I was trying to keep talking. There. So you gotta the, tell
1: us. What, what you got in the swag pack from that game? I mean,
2: afterwards, you know.
1: From oh, what what's people I, on Twitter.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, from the, the, the guys. I'd actually never got anything yet. I, I asked <laughs> them about it. They said it's on the way. I said it takes two to four weeks. So I was like, I don't know how they shipped it. Maybe carrier pigeon or something, but,
0: but <laughs> I had actually haven't gotten
2: anything from them yet.
0: They, had to, they put it on a cargo ship that was departing the East Coast, and they are skipping the Panama Canal, and they're going around the Cape of Good Hope. On South America, and then they're going to wake, or vice versa, from the west coast to the east coast. One of the two doesn't matter.
2: Oh, it. Uh, anyway, re- reeling, it back in here. So the, Matt Ryan and and Matthew Stafford actually have pretty similar numbers. Um, yeah, look at almost the same in yards, touchdown interception. They're they're virtually the same quarterback in two different set like situations. So you know, if you would take one over the other, I think you're crazy. I think they're pretty even. Yeah, um, and I don't think that either of them deserve to be in a hall of fame right now, especially considering that like any good quarterback can put up the kind of numbers that they have in today's league. So I'm just, I'm just not sold on it.
0: Well, look, I think that wraps up this season, uh, at least for the rest of the league, we're going to talk about the saints, but before we get to the saints, um, I did want to talk about the next season. Cause like we talked about the quarterbacks, we got Rogers who may leave. I was more confident. I was more confident uh, beginning of last season, this past season, sorry uh that he was going to leave after this after the season was over now i'm not so sure there's been a lot of talk that he may stay with the packers and russell wilson is also maybe leaving i'm not exactly sure either do we expect either one of them to leave like uh, you mentioned tom brady coming out like where do we all think all these guys are going to land uh steven do you want to start uh i just wanted to i'll let anthony go but
2: just to, just to Correct you there. Uh, Russell Wilson is not a free agent. He is still under contract with the Seahawks. If you wanted them, you would have to trade for him.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I was like, where, where I was, I thought that I guess leaving is a little. Yeah, it's a little uh, nondescript. But basically, I thought that like he was going to ask for a trade because it seemed like last year he was kind of like, hey, I would really be cool if y'all traded me, and like you know, I'd. I, 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 there's been a lot of talk about him getting traded and I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where either one of these guys are going to land up. So, uh, I, I, all right, Anthony, where do you think, uh, you think Rogers and, uh, Wilson are going to still be with their respective teams next season? Or do you think they're both, you think either one of them are going to leave?
1: Well, I mean, like I like said, I think Wilson will probably still stick just because, you know, I don't see them trading him
0: mm-hmm.
1: because I mean, there's nothing that you can really get unless. They go to full-on rebuilding mode. I mean, they play in one of the toughest divisions in the NFL, if not the toughest division right now. And yeah. I mean, if they just decide to blow it up, then yeah, sure, I, I can see them. You know, see leaving because they're kind of behind the pack right now. I'd say behind everybody else. Um, as far as Rogers, I feel like he should. Might he might as well? I don't know. You go to a place where you know nobody. Where's he gonna go? Being vaccinated? I don't know. So like I said, a place where no one cares about being
2: vaccinated. Okay, no <laughs> like you know. <laughs> well, <clears throat> forget about the forget about the jokes for a second. Like uh, you know, like he's got he's got a, a great running back, a great wide receiver, a damn good O line. I mean, like, and he puts up crap against the Niners in the playoff game. Like, wh- where's he gonna go? That's that's going to be better than the current situation that he has outside of being able to freely leave and just like walk into Tampa Bay or something like that like any team that trades for him is going to get a little bit worse on the pieces surrounding him because they have to give up a lot to get him so I just you know I don't know where I feel like like Green Bay has been tailor-made for him for a while now especially this past season with that offense so I just yeah, he won back to back MVPs there. Yeah, it makes me, it just makes me question him. Just like, well, how good really are you? I mean, like you like to just chuck it up to Devontae, like maybe he's carrying your ass. So, really? you know, like wh- where are you gonna go? That's gonna make it any better for you right now? I just don't. I just don't see that. Because uh, even if even if he goes even if he goes to Tampa, he's going to have the same great O line. He's going to have a couple receivers that are really good, uh, yeah. solid running game. But it's like, okay, you're in the same situation. The Packers' defense was pretty good, so like I don't understand how you get any better. You just have to be better because you sucked in that game.
0: Yeah, I think the big the crux of it from all the reporting la- before the season started was that he was fed up with Gutekunst, uh the uh, the president or director of player personnel, whatever his role is in the organization, the Green Bay Packers organization. Uh, I, maybe they've hashed it out. and I think that him and LaFleur were kind of like, you know, I think there was a lot of resentment, especially how their last season ended about LaFleur's play calling. And I think that, I, I again I was I was like, oh Rodgers – like if you had asked me at the beginning of this season, like, oh, Rogers is definitely gone after this season, no matter what, unless they won like a Super Bowl or some shit like that, which they didn't. I was like, oh, there's no way he's staying with them. And now I'm like, I think he might end up staying with them because I think what you just, you know, laid out for us, Steve, and I think there, you made a lot of great points. Like it's like, well, I mean, if you were to go to the Niners or something like that, or you were to go to I think Broncos were being floated around. I think like uh Raiders for a minute especially a lot of speculation before the season started like I, I don't really know if any of those I mean you'd be they they'd all be lateral moves so I, I guess I agree with you there it'll be they would all kind of be lateral to declining moves so like I mean I guess like if you want sure I, I again I don't think he would go to Green Bay I don't think anybody is going to want to go to Green Bay I have to do the following like follow Tom Brady that seems like a lofty task You mean in
2: uh, Tampa yeah. I'm sorry
0: my bad yes Tampa Bay my apologies so, yeah, it's it's wild. Any other thing we're looking forward to next season? Uh, we can talk about the draft when we talk about the Saints, but, like, anything else we're looking forward to? Like, I guess Bengals bouncing back, you know, maybe the Chargers figure it out. Like, anything y'all are looking forward to for the next NFL season? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I, don't, I don't know what they expect, uh, <laughs> especially for the Saints. I mean, I don't know if y'all saw, you know, Paul Blart Bounty yet on Netflix oh
0: no we're not I am I'm. I would never watch you know what the only way I would watch it is if we recorded the three of us a commentary on it was that solid, it
1: was a solid film it, it, was, made, it, me, it solid made me laugh a couple of times it was, it, it was okay <sighs> uh, it was, the God. opening never it had me sentimental because it opened up with the championship you know
2: Drew I just, I game just game. really liked, I just really liked the kicker. I was kicking it up the center's butt every time <laughs> that made me laugh. That was the only part where I was like, this is going to make me laugh every time he does this. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but, we'll but no, in terms topic. of, yeah, but in terms in terms of next year, I mean, you know, I, I don't, I, I, right now I'm thinking about college. Uh, I, I just want to see how, how Chip Kelly is able to transform this LSU roster into something. Brian perfect. Kelly. Yeah. I'm sorry. I said Chip Kelly. I get them confused all the time. Chip. Large, large, old white men.
0: <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, well, I'm, I'm, one
0: I'm, of them. Brian Kelly has a southern accent, and Chip Kelly doesn't. That's how you can distinguish them going forward. Mm, mm,
2: yes, yes. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about college. Um, I, I guess we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens when it gets closer to the season. Because there's, there's a lot still in play uh, in terms of, you know, like the draft and free agency and stuff like that. Like it's. Yeah. It's hard to say who's going to be good, who's not now, and when. I expect a lot of things to, to change.
0: Yeah, we won't be. We won't. Uh, yeah, I expect the show to finish before the draft starts and all that starts, so we probably won't get a chance to touch on it. But we'll maybe we'll figure something out. I don't know. Again, have no idea what I'm doing after this. I've had ideas for a while now, but I don't know what I'm doing after this. Okay, so we've danced around about it enough. Let's move on to the Saints. While we're we're all big fans of the this team, it's our hometown team. So, yeah, a major, you know, kind of a, it's it was a very interesting season. Like I, I definitely emotionally divested, like I said earlier, from this season and kind of just like, you know, if we lost, I would be like, ah, that sucks. But, you know, I didn't let it like I would usually I wouldn't be feel right until like Wednesday or whenever, like a few days after a loss for me to be like, OK, let me look at let me watch some of the highlights. Let me read some of the reporting and stuff. But. Uh, it was a, it was a, it was a roller coaster. I know that phrase is thrown around a lot, but it was definitely a roller coaster of a season because, like, all the injuries, COVID. Uh, you know, we had four. We went from having one starting quarterback for like, you know, uh, the guy, and now we had like a cast of characters of the quarterback. Like, we had James, and we had Taysom, and then we had Ian Book for I did want to give you a shout out, Stephen. You said in the episode in August or September, whenever that was, episode ninety two, you had a coworker that said. By week five, Ian Book Ian Book's gonna be started. And I was like, if Ian Book ever starts, we're in serious trouble. And guess what? When Ian Book started, we were in serious trouble. Uh, so it it just was it was such a wild year. And I don't think it's gonna probably take a little while for me to figure out like like appreciate sorry I figure out appreciate how wild this year was. And then Sean Payton retires. So were y'all shocked by Sean Payton retiring? I know I was. Anthony, how shocked were you, man? If you were shocked at all. I was definitely shocked. I didn't see
1: it coming. I didn't know there was reports. I remember even thinking about it. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess, I mean, it gives us a fresh start. So, I mean, I'm I'm optimistic about it. I hate to see him go. Because mm-hmm. now I'm like, who, who, want, who wants to come there and play? One, we don't, we don't know what our offense is going to look like next year, especially with Alvin Kamara fiasco. We got Michael Thomas fiasco. Oh, yeah. We just got all kind of stuff going on only thing we have right now is the defense. I mean, there's a lot of notable players. They're going to be free agents next year, but, you know, in the top of the list is a wide receiver. Devontae Adams is listed to be a free agent next year. Mm-hmm. I don't see him going anywhere, but still. like There's a lot of people out there that can shake some stuff up, but I don't feel like we're a market to come to right now because we just have a lot of big changes happening at once.
0: Yeah. So, Steven, how do you – oh, yeah, go ahead. I didn't mean to know, cut you off. Go
1: no, I'm good. That's
0: just. That pretty
2: I don't. I, I feel like I feel like the Saints are. So I, I. I think I told you a while ago, John, that I felt that this the 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 opening from Sean Payton was going to be Dennis Allen's job to lose. It it just yeah. always felt like they were just going to naturally give it to him. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know what to make of him as a head coach per se. Um, I, I I I think it's going to be a kind of a slow decline for the Saints. Um, yeah. they're they're way under the cap they have to get a quarterback if they don't get a quarterback they're what you saw this year is like best case scenario for them like they're not yeah. they're not going to get any better than that so that. yeah and no. and plus, and plus <laughs> no. now losing losing sean payton losing your guy um it's it's hard to tell you it's hard to say what this team could be um without him now so i, I don't know i i don't i don't I am. I am selling the Saints right now. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't buy them at all. Um, I think they'll probably have a one to two win less year than they did this past year, and I, I think it'll only get worse as the, the 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 rest of the team starts to get older, um, and, and we just don't have the same level of talent as a team that we have the past few years. Um, so I, I don't know. It's I, I don't think the Saints are in a very good spot right now.
0: Well, I was going to ask, and it seems like you've already answered a little bit. And, Anthony, I will uh, pose the question to you as well. With DA taking over um, and Pete Carmichael staying as the offensive coordinator, and have we hired a DC yet? I can't remember. I don't think we've hired a DC to replace Dennis Allen yet, have we? Uh, so, Stephen, it sounds like what you're saying, I was going to ask, with this new uh, administration, you know, uh, to uh, if you will, uh leading the team, do you expect a radical or minimal change? And it sounds like from what you just said, it's going to – you expect more of a minimal change, a gradual decline, but still nothing dr- dramatic. You expect it to be like, oh, maybe one or two games less, so a minimal. It won't be like we'll go like three and 14 or something like that.
2: Yeah, so because for the most part, the majority of the team – is mm-hmm. still here and together like a yeah, team that has yeah. been yeah the, all the talent then the success that they've had outside of quarterback it's still here you still got kamara michael thomas is still technically in the contract playing for the team if he ever plays again um they've still got a pretty good defensive line you know with cam jordan and um what's that dude's name Davenport on the other side? Da- yes davenport uh on the other side you know you still got latimore there Marcus Williams is still solid. Malcolm Jenkins, I have to believe, is still in the contract. So, like, you got all these guys. Demario Davis, they're all still here, but they're just getting a little bit older. Yeah. So, they're going to try and, you know, for the fifth year in a row, it seems like they're going to try and run it back. But, they, again, they got to find a quarterback. If they don't have a quarterback, they have no shot. But yeah. these guys are going to continue to get older. You know, we're that's still that's in fair. cap hell right now. Like, it's just it's, – it's not good. The team is still very much in win-now mode. And yeah. the only way for them to get out of it, outside of lucking into either – you know, Ian Book being great or being able to trade just picks for like a Russell Wilson or somebody who yeah. I don't think would want to come here now without Sean Payton, to be yeah. honest with you. Um that was what I was saying. Like yeah, I, I just don't come like, into three you know, two 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 to three years from now, like I, I don't I, I you know, I expect this to be kind of in the dumps for at least a year or two to kind of bounce, try and bounce back up. Um by the way, just throwing it out there, Dennis Allen as a head coach is eight and twenty eight
0: all time. Well, he was with the Raiders, and... <laughs> He's a head coach of a team. I'm just saying. That's his record. I'm just saying, like, look, as turbulent as things were for them this past season with, oh, uh, what's-his-face, uh, 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 Gruden, um, I, that might be one of those organizations that's like a self-sabotaging organization, but that's fair. I do think that it's fair to call out his, his head coaching uh, record, but... I think that this could be the opportunity to like change. But, uh, cause I think that had Dare Carr and like I think that it, he had Cleo Mack for a while there too, right? So I think, I don't think uh, maybe he was, I'm, that's what I'm, that's legitimately, if I may, the, that's what I'm legitimately interested in. Like, what is our offense going to look like? Like, I don't know what that's going to be like. Um, well, that's another, that's another thing. I, I
2: I'm on, I'm on board of the train and that in today's age, when you're looking for a coach, you can't hire a defensive guy to run your show. Like it's just, yeah. you know, uh, it's, it doesn't, it just doesn't work in today's game anymore. I mean, Anthony was talking earlier about the like defense wins championships, but I mean, McVay's an offensive guy. It's true. We just happen to have three of the best defensive players in the league. So, you know, I, I don't, for a team without a quarterback and mm-hmm. a team with a defensive minded coach, it's just not a good combination.
0: Yeah. So, Anthony, as I said earlier, I would ask you: Do you expect a minimal change or a draft? Do you think the bottom might fall out this season, depending on what we just outlined about the lack of quarterback and maybe a weird, wonky offense with a defensive coach, head coach? So, what do you think? A minimal change or like a radical, drastic change in this coming season? It, I
1: don't. It's it's a hard question to answer because I don't know what we look like. like yeah. I don't know who's gonna be. Here. I mean, Stephen was talking about Marcus Williams. He's another free agent. We probably might have money to bring him back. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I don't know what we're gonna be. We, we lost a lot of good defensive guys over the year. Trey Trey Henderson was one of my. Shout out to
0: Trey you know, Henderson, man. You know, the ones that I felt
1: like we lost just because of cap. Like we we're, we're just in a bad spot right now, money wise. So I don't know. I, I feel like it's gonna be a drop off, unless we can, you know. Michael Thomas comes back and be some kind of magic of a help. Albert Kamara actually plays a full season next year. Yeah. You know, we could probably muster together a couple of wins, but we'll probably be around the same win loss this year.
0: Yeah. Uh I did wanna say, uh, as far as like one of the big especially towards the end of the year, uh one of the big uh stories from this past season was Brian Flores and his lawsuit. We're not gonna touch on that because I mean that I mean we're already like, I think uh, 40 minutes into this pod, and that could be its own pod. And I don't think either one – I don't think any of us are like uh, – no offense to my two guests here. I don't think any of us are qualified or necessarily eager to discuss, break down uh, that lawsuit and all the things that, in, that entailed. So we're not going to touch on that. Um, but uh, I did want to ask – my last question, I guess, I, I guess about the Saints. Uh, we can talk about the draft. Well, let me ask the draft uh, question first. So we drafted number 18 this year. You know, not the worst position ever, but, like, you know, would have been better to have, like, you know, a top 10 pick. Uh, Maybe Miss Benson should have paid Sean Payton $100,000 to lose. Uh, But that's a conversation for another day. So what do you think, like, I haven't looked at any of the mock drafts yet, and it's the the drafts, like, three months away. What do you think we need? Like, what do you think we should use that draft pick on? Like, what do you think is our, like, go-to thing? And then it's going to – I mean, it's first-round pick, so it's going to take a little bit of time to develop that player unless we get someone out the gate that's incredible, like a Kamara or a Lattimore. But, like, Cole, what do you think we should go for in the draft? Or maybe discuss the entire draft strategy. What do you think we should go out for this this draft?
1: Um, I don't think you're going to find a – a decent quarterback at 18. Obviously, I don't think I don't really think there's anybody really notable. Yeah,
0: I've heard I mean, that this is a poor draft quarterback draft this year.
1: Very. so I mean, I don't know. I think you might as well go
0: by receiver here. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I think somebody. we definitely need somebody else to throw the ball to. We had a bunch of people I barely knew their names this year that was you know catching passes. So,
0: shout out the little Jordan Humphreys.
1: <laughs> Shout out to LeJordan Jordan, huh? Juwan <laughs> Johnson. Okay. Hey man,
0: Juwan Johnson, I think he could be the next Jared Cook, which isn't saying much, but he could be the next Jared Cook. Cooking. Cooking. R. P. cooking.
2: The next next tight end to fumble a game away in the playoffs. Gosh.
0: Uh but yeah, so Trash. what do you think? So you think we should go for uh you know, uh offensive weapons. That should be our goal in this draft. Yeah, I mean we we have to. I mean, we might as well. I wish – I just
1: – I need us to find a way to keep Taysom Hill on the bench. But that's going to be done <laughs> in free agency.
2: You cut him and you <laughs> mail him a bench.
1: Keep him Uh-oh. on the bench. Like, let him, let him just run a tight end plays and do screens. Just block. That's it. Just block and then get out and catch a pass. I don't want him throwing the ball.
0: Can, can I just say – you know, I've seen a lot of national talk and discourse around Taysom Hill. And uh I think most of it's fair. Uh, but what I think is unfair is a lot of it seems like a lot of the national talking heads and pundits and a lot of like, you know, media have have made it seem like Saints fans like were down with Taysom Hill. Like we wanted Taysom Hill as our starting quarterback. And I would just want to say for the record, I don't know many like I don't. I don't think I know any Saints fans that I genuinely respect their opinions on, who genuinely are like no Taysom Hill could work. Like uh, uh, nobody wanted this. Like nobody wanted this. Like it's not like it wasn't like we were like yeah Taysom deserves a shot. Like I think everybody I know talked to before the season started was like it's Jameis all the way. We do not need Taysom Hill starting. We do not believe there. This. There are quite a few questionable, <laughs> uh, questionable people
2: that that really wanted Taysom Hill to to be the quarterback over over. Jameis, but that is insanity. For one uh, reason. Uh, well, Pick we have, limitation? well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Um, <laughs> I mean, the saints, the saints haven't had a black quarterback since was Aaron 2005.
0: Brooks. Aaron backwards, lateral. <laughs> Aaron,
2: but Yeah. You know, Brooks, and most of the, most of the people around here probably don't want a black quarterback <laughs> to be fair. um, so yeah, that there's a lot of questionable because when when you ask them like, well, what 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 about Taysom makes him better than Jameis, and they can't really give you a good answer. No, nope.
0: well, mm, intangibles, okay. Intangibles. Yeah, his
2: intangibles, the
0: Tebow defense, sense,
2: right. his his skin tangibles, <laughs>
0: skin, skin tangibles. Man, if I I would. Part of me wants to make that the, the the title of this episode, Skin Tangibles. But I feel like out of context, people are like, what the fuck is that? Uh, so let me ask Point. you, Stephen, the same question Point. that I kind of gave about the draft and maybe, you know, not just the 18th pick, but the overall strategy you think Loomis should be going into. Uh, and I, did Jeff Ireland, I think Jeff Ireland stayed with us this, this season, right? Or is I believe he, that's correct. Yeah. Actually. So what do you guys think they should, what do you think, Stephen, they should focus on with the draft?
2: Um, I mean, th- look, once again, team does not have many polls outside yeah. of the, the one glaring. Glaring one yeah, yeah. but uh, there's just not it's not a good draft I mean unless they unless they 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 get what they they take one of those quarterbacks that they absolutely fall in love with and the majority of people around the country are just wrong about these guys and they're they're better than people think um, yeah. they should probably just take best player available whoever's on the, that that sounds it sounds silly it sounds like well duh they should take the best player but like they should take their top ranked player, regardless of position, whatever it is, because I don't, I don't think they're going to find a quarterback in this draft. I don't yeah. think any of them are, are worth it. I don't think any of them are a better option than say Ian Book, who's already on the roster. So, um, I think their best bet would just be to take the best player available at every pick that they can, or trade them and, and get you know, what see what you can get for them. But yeah. Um, even if it's not a wide receiver, even if it's another linebacker or defensive lineman or something like that, just take the best play. That's the best thing you can do, and you know, just be loaded at a particular position instead of reaching for a guy and him, you know, him busting out early because. And then that would that would make the team worse, especially more in the long run because they wasted a pick on a guy on a position of need and yeah. it didn't pan out. So,
0: I agree. Uh, it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's been a while. It's been, I mean, like I said earlier, the Saints have had some down years during the Sean Payton, uh, tenure. We had some seven and nine seasons and, uh, you know, like, but there was always the hope that was like, oh, don't worry. This is just a down year. We'll, we will bounce back. And we eventually did bounce back and we had some great years and it's sad to see him go but the day was coming. That's the kind of like, I was like shocked that it happened, but I knew that this was coming. Like I expected this to happen. I thought he would like, I thought they would fire Mike McCarthy. That the Cowboys would fire Mike McCarthy first and then Sean Payton would leave us. But that that's probably still going to happen eventually. Um, But um, yeah, it's kind of, it's open-ended for the first time and it hasn't been like this for a while, Uh, for f- 16 years. And so like, it's, it's interesting. And uh it it's really, you know, it's a little disconcerting that we might be in for some like ain'ts years back. Like but, you know, we'll 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 deal with it when that comes. Uh but it's uh you know, I'll still watch. I still got like hey, hey look, at this point the Saints are just my excuse to eat Popeyes. Like that's that's the <laughs> real mission here. Like, you know, it's about like them well, business, I right? feel like a I feel like a three piece this Sunday. Yeah, let me watch the Saints game. That'll give me an excuse to watch it. Like damn, we lost. I should have went with a four piece. Keep that in mind for next week. I only, I've only gotten a four piece a few times during the seasons, and that's usually if I miss breakfast. Like if it's like, oh, well, this is a noon game. I woke up late. It wouldn't make sense to like eat something and then eat something right away after that. So I've, I've done a four piece, but um, but yeah. Do we have anything we want to uh, anything else we want to add about the Saints? or Are we ready to move on to LSU real quick? Just I got nothing asking on. y'all.
1: In your mm-hmm. opinion, do y'all think Sean Payton's done? Do you think another oh, report actually yeah. coming back? Uh, no, I
0: think that when Mike McCarthy is fired this after this coming season, uh, Sean Payton will be the coach of the Cowboys. That's my theory. Um,
2: I no, I, I'll believe that when I see it. There's been so many, so many. Well, so there were those reports from a couple years ago that he was actually wanted to be the Cowboys' coach, yeah. and. Ireland or whoever whoever his boss was that wasn't Benson just didn't want to give him up for it. So yeah. I mean maybe but I, I don't I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing that like he just like, well, I just don't want to coach this year until the Cowboys come around because he could always just be like, look, I'm gonna, I I want to go be the coach of the Cowboys at, at any time. So, you know. I I don't I don't think he's he's necessarily sitting out a year just waiting for McCarthy to inevitably fail.
0: Mm. So so, where do you think? You think he's done for good, or you think he's eventually going to come back um, coaching?
2: I, I don't think he's done.
0: He's young, I, relatively speaking, considering how coaches can yeah, last. He's, he's, he's in his sixties, I think, or he's he's, he's in his late fifties. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's he's
2: not that old, so he could. I, I would I would I would give him more of like a Gurdon thing, like he might sit four or five, six years out, or something like that, and then just and then just come back when he finds a. A situation that's right. But again, I don't think it's just sitting there waiting for the Cowboys job specifically to open up. He'll probably pick a a job with a quarter. You know, it'd really be really nice to see him go to the
0: Chargers. But wouldn't it be risky? But wouldn't it be risky if you're, you know, hypothetically, if he took a few years off more than a year, like three, four years off? Like, the game, I felt, like, was slowly starting to pass on Payton up. Like, his offensive edge was starting to dull. Um, and wouldn't it be risky to go, like, that long without coaching in the NFL that he might regress even further offensively, play calling and play design? So that would seem kind of risky, don't you think?
2: Uh, I mean, it just depends on his ability to adapt and, and change. Um, you yeah. know, I mean, if, if he's going to continue to run a system that, has since proven to not, you know, be effective. Then, then yeah, it's not going to work. But you know, he's been with him and Drew for so long that like this system works. Like they they can put up all these offensive numbers and stuff like that. So, and, and I mean, I would argue that that his system probably still works. I mean, you know, with all the team success that they've had, you know, recently, not including this past year without a quarterback. But like you know, his team, his system with a quarterback, it it works. It just does. Yeah. I mean, I feel
1: like all the time that we got posed on calls and big games. You know, I mean, it kind of tainted his legacy, not really. But I mean, it—he would have much more if it didn't come. I mean, so it was never really a glaring problem with him as far as his play calling and everything. And I can, I can say that I, I mean, I believe that he. I mean, he's not like he's just gonna sit down and just leave the game alone. He's still oh yeah, definitely. He's still gonna be studying, so I don't think.
0: You know the time taken
1: off would actually affect this play calling that much.
0: Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I'm actually looking forward to uh, you know. Obviously, I'm going to watch the NFL. Like as much as I despise the NFL and pretty much everything it stands for, but like I will still watch. Uh, especially with like some up and coming stars like Burrow and Chase and Herbert, and you know, I'm I'm I, I still believe in Justin Fields. Like you know, call me crazy. But uh that game against Clemson in the playoffs a year or two ago, I was that may have been a fluke. It may have just been an aberration. But he so he impressed me so much that night that I was like, yeah, okay, I believe in this dude. And I'll believe I'll keep believing in him until I'm proven to the contrary. Until like I just didn't think that it was he got a fair shot. And you know what? I'm genuinely curious. Cause seeing Lawrence play in college more than a few times, like I'm, I, I'm genuinely also curious. I don't really have a rooting interest in him, but like I, I'm genuinely curious to see if he turns out to be as great as he was in college, more or less. So, um, I don't think he was so, all I'll, that I great in college,
2: but that's that's another <laughs> that's another thing.
1: He, he needs to leave Chicago for him to do anything. Justin Fields does.
0: Oh. Uh. Well, so yeah, I think that's gonna do it for us on the NFL. It's the most fascinating. Like, it's so shamelessly corrupt, but it's also so endlessly fascinating that it's just like, wow, what a what a sport! How what what a great encapsulation of America, right? Like, that's just me. I'm just spitballing here. Moving on. Uh, moving on. So let's talk about let's talk about the college level for a second there. Um. Stephen, you mentioned you were really more focused on college this year. Uh, what but would you care to share with us? Why elaborate? Why you're more focused on that? Obviously, we got a new coach at LSU, but what is yeah, I mean, it's, is, it's, yeah
2: it's just it's just brian kelly it's just you know it it's it's very interesting because of all the all the transfers that he's got coming in um mm-hmm. which is a lot more than than ohad but this team the team is going to look a lot different than it did in the in the previous couple seasons and it's it's just it's very interesting and very excited to see like how much how much change can this guy bring in right off the bat like mm-hmm. how different are we going to look week 1 of this year versus you know, our final week of the previous season. And it's just, yeah. it's just, it's just, just different. And, and I, and I imagine if, if the Saints would have gone with like a more spectacular coach than Dennis Allen or just a new name that nobody heard of, maybe Eric Enemy or something like that, they'd have the same level of, of excitement, but it's just, it's just a new guy, you know, new coach, new, you know, new everything. He's, he's the total opposite almost of, of original. Oh, so. Total yeah so you know it's just it's just very interesting to see how this team is is going to be under him versus the the previous regime.
0: well, let me ask you this uh, I'll ask you first, Anthony, and I'll come back to you stephen. uh what do you think like five year plan is for uh for Brian Kelly? do you think that Within five years, he should either—I think it's fair to say—within definitely three to five years, he should make the playoffs. Do you think within five years he should win a? You think it's reasonable to expect, uh, considering how well he did at Notre Dame, argue, like for for being a coach at Notre Dame, how successful, consistently successful he was with Notre Dame. Do you think that it's fair to expect a championship, Anthony, in five years from Brian Kelly at LSU? I mean, coaching in
1: the SEC—I mean, that's a big expectation, especially for a yeah.
0: coach. And we got we got realignment coming. We got OU and Texas also joining in the next few years. Yeah, we got some
2: bottom feeders to uh, yeah. get <laughs> wins on. Get
0: hey, wins. you know what? But, I yeah, mean, do you think I, it's
2: fair?
1: I think it's fair to expect at least a playoff game. I wouldn't, you know, put them in championship conversation just yet. I mean, we don't mm-hmm. know what we're going to be like these years. We don't know if this game's going to work for this team. I mean, it's it's just a lot to see in this first year. So, I mean, again – Within five years in the SEC, I wouldn't put that on any new starting coach in the SEC mm-hmm. to go out there and just win a championship. But I mean, been, I, mean like, I
0: would. Yeah, I'm more I, along the line with Stephen here. Steven, why do you feel? I, yeah. Why do you think it's fair to expect a a championship? Either be make a championship. Because of our recruiting,
2: back. our recruiting levels. I mean, they're yeah. they're they're on par with the the Bama and Georgia, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and SEC. I mean, it's it's Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, and LSU. Those are your those are your big five in terms of like always at the top of the recruiting classes. So it's not like we're not. We don't have the talent. Like it's there. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I mean, if, if we continue to recruit at that clip, and he's had he's got a good class brought in, um, not including the transfer. So like he's got a lot of good guys here. So I mean, by year three, I would expect them. I, I would say, hey, you know, regardless of what we did the past two years, it's year three. You've got, you know, you've really implemented your system. You've, you you've got most of the team, if not all the team, but at this point, there's all of your guys. Most of Orgeron's guys are now out, you know, out of the building. Yeah. Um, so. Let's see what you got. Like, it's time to make the playoffs. You know, like if you haven't beaten Bama yet by now, you got to beat them this year. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that, that's that's where I would put them in year three. I would say year one. Year one, I would be like, my hope would be they win eight or nine games and and make a good bowl game. And there's a lot of promise. And our only losses are against you know teams that we had no business beating because we're not a And
0: M, Alabama. Like no, we're gonna A&M. beat
2: Dana. We're gonna beat A&M. A&M. Fuck A-Y. that.
0: Um, I don't know, man. Be, you know, be
2: Florida. Well, look, if we lose the Bama against whatever. It's just yeah, it's we'll same save shit. Tires, you know. Um, we, might we might we lose already, to Georgia? It's we, already
1: the, zero and one against the Bama
2: after <laughs> losing that recruit. So. Oh
0: yeah,
2: whatever. Um, but yeah, by by year three, it's just like, look, you know, you've you've had it for a couple years now. You've got your own guys, your own recruits, and stuff like that. Like it's time to put it together. We need to make the playoffs. Like I said, we need to win a we need to win a championship. Because, I mean, that's just – it's hard as fuck to do. But, like, we should at least be in the mix for – we should be competing for a championship
0: by then. Yeah, and I think that it will benefit us. I, I, I agree with you. There's a lot of unknowns with the Saints, and there's, still, there's also a lot of unknowns about LSU. Um, but I think with the playoffs rumored – I don't want to say definitively, but more than likely I would put money on that the playoff – the college football playoffs are going to expand – so that hold on hold
2: on hold on hold that thought because they are not going to expand until they have tabled talks i believe until 2026
0: oh i did not hear that yeah that was that was like a couple
2: days ago i saw a report that they they had talked about it they were thinking about it and they have tabled it until then
0: well i mean it wouldn't i i i'm not saying that that's wrong but i wouldn't be surprised also if they said like oh we're not talking about this till 2026 but like in 2023 they're like you know what? Maybe we shouldn't wait till twenty. So it's whatever. I don't care. But uh, but I, I still agree with both of you uh, to extents. Uh, but I do lean more towards Steven. Just seeing what he did at Notre Dame. He had that four and eight season, which was terrible. But like, as much as I love Notre Dame, um, I really do think he left. He he reached the ceiling. Like he took. I think he took. I'm rooting for Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame. Um, I I really like the guy, but I don't see how you can as Notre Dame with academic qualifications like that like i don't know how you can expect to compete with the big boys uh but like i i think that like as i said we've talked about this we've extensively talked about this uh when he did get hired and uh i think that i expect him to win us a championship and if he doesn't win us a championship i will i will fucking hate brian kelly because i already was not a fan of brian kelly <laughs> after all the years of notre dame and i swear i prayed to touchdown <laughs> jesus for years Please get Brian Kelly off this team. I do not like this dude. And the day sends he fucking, him to your other team. <laughs> he sends him my other team, man. That's some cosmic shit. It's like when Notre Dame and LSU play in a bowl game, but like to the nth degree. Um, so Kyle, what do you think, man? Do you like, after everything we've said about it, do you think it's do you still stick to like five years? Is still a little too that's a little. But I think they gave him an eight-year contract or something like that. Or like a, was it a ten-year? Oh, no, I think it's a ten-year. Yeah, it was a long contract. So, so ten years. the length of the contract, and you know, no. It doesn't seem like college coaches ever, like, you know, they get re-upped or they, like, get fired and they get the buyout or they resign or whatever. So when do you think I, – I know you said that there's a lot of unknowns, Ka, but, like, uh, <laughs> I keep calling you Ka, and the thought just popped in my brain how, like, we confuse our group chat because, uh, Anthony, you call Steven Ka, I call you Ka. But me and Steven don't call each other "Cul," so it's not a perfect triangle. So that just popped in my head. But uh sorry for anybody that gets confused you know, by like, that, because I didn't realize that. That's it was all ec- it music. is.
1: Like, you know, I I call Stephen you call me cu, That's Stephen calls me "Cul" on the game. That's about it.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Brian Kelly, ten year, uh ninety five million, which is who? That's a lot of money. Um. So do you stick? Do you stick by the five years is too much? Like I I I. I it's too much to expect a championship or at least competing for a championship in the next five years. Well, I mean, I said,
1: you know, I expect him to, you know, reach the playoffs by then.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: so I guess that'd be considered, you know, competing for a championship or, you know, at least trying to get there. Yeah. I don't see us winning one in the first five years. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'd still, you know, I feel like around year five, like Steven said, I mean, it's going to be most his guys. At this point, we got continuity. Everybody's mm-hmm. starting to gel. Like. That second half of this contract is when things need to start happening. But within the first five, I mean, it's gonna be like figuring everything out.
0: Yeah. And I think Saban won in O three and I think he started in was it oh was it ninety nine or two thousand at LSU and then and then Les Miles won one in uh oh 07, seven, which was a few years after. So like and then Or Orgeron took over in twenty sixteen. And he won one in twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. So, like, I think that it's, I think that's a pattern, right? Wouldn't you agree that that's a pattern? Like, there's a window of like three to five years after you uh, take over at LSU, you should at least, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, it all depends on when the next national championship is going to be in New Orleans. Yeah, exactly.
2: You know, that's <laughs> it's the only time we ever win. <laughs> in New Orleans. We're three and one in those games, but um, no. no, but I mean, look, if we're not if we're not competing for a championship by year five, um, and I think you're a little, I think your expectations are a little too far. Baton Rouge will crucify him. If by year five, like we haven't made a playoffs yet, like, yeah, year five is not the year where it's like, all right, we're putting it together. Like, dude, if you don't have it together by year three, you're going to be out the door. I mean, that's what I was like, saying about, you know, yeah, oh, oh, you, you said, said you said year five, you, yeah, you said but year I mean, five, that's why I was confused.
1: You know, I said like from one to five, I expect us, you know, to be starting to come together. I like, you know, year three is when I expect us to make the playoffs. I just didn't see a championship within year five, okay. You know,
0: yeah, and this is a very interesting marriage, figuratively speaking, between
1: tired of new coaches. <laughs> he made Udoka last year. Then Sean Payton retires, and now Brian Kil. Like, it's all three of my teams that I root for. If you look at my game room, that it's Saints, LSU, and then Celtics. We all got new freaking coaches within the past two years.
0: Rebuilding everywhere. So, I yeah. I think that that's a great segue. Uh, we're. I think that does it for uh the American football. Now we're gonna talk about uh Premier League football. No I'm kidding. Uh, we're gonna talk about <laughs> the NBA season. Um, Ooh. yeah, know. Uh, we talked about <laughs> Arsenal all day. Um, and not just the men's club, but the female club, the women's club. Uh, the only but thing uh, know
1: about soccer is Ted Lasso, so
0: it wouldn't be a monk. Anthony, anytime you want to hop aboard. The Arsenal and become a gooner like myself, man, you guys are more than welcome. Uh I don't necessarily think it's gonna be rewarding, but you know, if you're looking to if you're looking for something to do early on a Saturday or Sunday morning and watch them at like nine o'clock in the morning our time. Uh but anyway, let's talk about something that's going on in this country. Uh the NBA season. Um like I said at the top, we're in the all star break. Like the All Star game is literally this evening, which I don't plan on watching. Do y'all plan on watching the All Star game tonight? Oh, it is tonight. Get it. yeah maybe' I'll,
2: I'll I'll probably watch a little bit of a little bit
0: of it, yeah, I might just have it on
2: the t v but I, I probably won't watch it. it'll probably just be like background noise
0: yeah i i i if i i don't plan on editing this tonight, but if I were to edit if I was going to edit this episode tonight, I would have it on and just have it on because that's usually what I do. I just throw something on uh to watch. Uh, just to have something on the screen to like, so I can listen and watch. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, I don't plan on watching. I actually was gonna go out tonight for the third night in a row. Me, thirty-two Ooh, going out wild, three nights in a row. A wild animal. I know, right? Um, but yeah, it's the mid season. What have been your thoughts so far about this season? And I guess the big thing was the. I think the most notable. I think it's fair to say the most notable story so far this season has been the Harden and Simmons trade. But what else has stood out for y'all this season? I mean the Lakers are shit. Uh, the Bulls are incredible. You guys don't need to say I was gonna talk about that later on. They're gonna win the East, it's cool. But uh, the, the Bulls. The Bulls, oh, absolutely. Oh, you
1: mean the Robo Crab. <laughs> <You know, laughs> Molested, but...
0: just for that, I'm gonna ask Steven first. Steven, you know, <laughs> considering halfway through the season, uh the Harden and Simmons trade, no most notable story. What else is what else has stood out for you this season? And if you want care to talk about that Harden Simmons trade, go right ahead. What do you what do you thought so far about this season?
2: I will start off with two. Most both, both of them in the in the West actually. I'm 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 sure I'm in the minority here, but I'm actually generally surprised how good Phoenix has been. Um yeah. I've I was always in the train of just like the Suns and Bucks are in the finals last year, because they were the only teams left, everybody else was yeah. just
0: injured. Injured, yeah, yeah.
2: But I'm, I'm actually generally, I'm actually really impressed with, with how good that they've been. Um, and I am, on the flip side of things, I'm actually quite surprised how bad the Lakers are. It's. Um,
0: God, it's
2: I, bad. I'm pretty sure the last time I was on a podcast with you, I think I, I think I told you I was like, well, I was like, you know, the the Lakers and LeBron, like they, they're always looking for another playmaker, and I'm like, you know, Westbrook's good. And they can just put it together. You know, he can he can he can you know kind of take over when LeBron sits on the bench, you know. But he's been god fucking awful. It's terrible. It's I am so genuinely like, man. I was like, y'all couldn't figure this shit out. I was like, Rush, just play point guard, man. Just what are you doing? I got to, he can't make a layup anymore. He's just bad. He's been a little better lately, but he's bad. He's just terrible. He's
0: allowed yeah.
1: to miss a shot, you know. He's, he's a regular NBA player like everybody else. He's
2: not allowed to miss 7 of 10.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when did you when did you become Russell Westbrook's PR guy, Co. Like, what's going well, on I mean, there? that's
2: what he said. I was
0: just quoting him. Oh, okay. My bad. I misunderstood. I'm sorry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I could care less. So, what was the other thing? Uh, so, it was the two things were the two things yeah, the Suns and the Lakers? It was the Suns all the way at the top and the Lakers all the way at the bottom. Yeah. Well, I do. I was going to, when we talk about MVP, I was going to mention uh, CP3, but we're, we'll get to that. Co, uh, what about you, man? What stood out for you? Do you have anything in the East to counterbalance his things on the West? Like, what do you think about the NBA season so far?
1: Um, it, I mean, it's it's been surprising. I mean, the East is still wide open to me. I mean, yeah, yeah I like, think it's fair. Like five games back from, everybody's like right there. Uh, as far as the West goes, I'm I'm still interested to see once Golden State gets fully really healthy, how good they're actually going to be. I feel like they're, they're missing a big piece in a uh, Draymond right now, which is okay. why they've been struggling. Thank you. No, other than that, I mean everything else. The Lakers being this shitty obviously is a big shock to everybody. After they acquired all these pieces the past year, trying to get all these old guys. But I mean, LeBron got to build his team the way he wanted it. Nobody thought it would be this bad, though. I mean, they're right there with the Pelicans. I mean, over there fighting for a playing spot. I feel like at this point. Yeah, but as far as the East, I mean, you know going to talk about the Celtics and the nine-game win streak that just got busted by the Detroit Pistons. I mean, we're, we're right there coming for y'all. Like, I feel like we're starting to get it together. Like, we can get into that later. Uh, well, I mean, I can talk for days.
0: Well, let's talk about the standings as it is. Let's just give the audience who may or may not be aware <laughs> all these sorts of things. Let's give them a, a, a standings. Currently, uh, let's go through the one through eighth seed. Uh, it is currently in the east. It is the Heat, then the Bulls then the 76ers and the Cavs. I think the Cavs have been just to not to cut, cut myself off here but like the Cavs I think have been the most surprising thing um, about the season so far. Well okay, maybe not the most surprising. Thing. But the thing that snuck up on me I was like I was not expecting Cavs to be, you know, fourth in the east right now, but that may be going back to what you said about the east being wide open. So then it's the Cavs and the Bucks at five then the celtics then the raptors and the nets at eighth. and in the west it is the suns like steven mentioned uh number one then the warriors at number two then the grizz at number three the jazz the mavericks then the nuggets then the timberwolves and the clippers rounding out the uh, eighth seed in the west and the lakers are the ninth seed currently then the trailblazers spurs at 11 and then in Uh, Steven, your Pelicans at number 12. Uh, Like I said, I I think that the Cavs, like, they low-key got kind of good. Like, I'll admit I don't pay attention much to the Cavs, especially since LeBron left, and I don't think I'm the only one that's guilty of that. But, like, I was really surprised. Like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. It's nice to see that, like, Cleveland's doing all right. They've kind of slowly but surely bounced back to respectability, I mean they're better than the Lakers are right now. So go fucking figure, right? I guess we can talk about our teams. Uh, who wants to go first? Buddy, you want to talk about the Pelicans or the Celtics? Uh, I'm sure he can talk Celtics
2: someday. All right, know. let's yeah, talk. Let's
0: get the yeah, Celtics so. out of the way because this is probably gonna be the most obnoxious Jeez. portion of the episode. I mean, I mean,
1: what's where do I start? You know?
0: <laughs> How old like, is Jason Tatum?
1: Like a, I mean, he's he's only like 24, 23, something like that, I somewhere around there. I think it's I think he's twenty four. Okay, I think he made 24 this year. I think Jalen Brown's 25. But youngest tandem of the 25, you know, best tandem, 25 and younger between JT and JB. I can argue that all day. Nobody can argue against me. Starting, oh, on, I I could I if Zion play. would play. Yeah, I mean, so you can't. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, we're, we're, we're turning the corner. Defense is locking down. I was very shocked with the trades that they made. I mean, I love Josh Richardson. I'm trying to sum this up for y'all. I mean, we started off kind of how I thought we would, slow, new coach, bunch of different pro players. You know, then the, over time it, it progressed once we were fully healthy to being mm-hmm. like a defensive juggernaut, like hanging our hats on defense, and you know. When the guys show up and actually shoot, they show up. You know, some of our younger guys actually playing well, like Grant Williams. I'm not a huge Grant Williams fan, but his, his shot making has definitely increased and it's helped us off the bench. Hated seeing Schroeder leave. I mean, I knew he was going to leave eventually, but mm-hmm. we got Daniel Tice back, which I felt like he you know, he fits in with Emeka Doka's plan. I don't know much about Devin White, but he's been great. You know, coming off the bench as well. Marcus Smart can just stop punching glasses and hurt hands uh, and
0: stuff. That's, that's Marcus Smart. That's not. Marcus that's Smart. how his name's pronounced.
1: His name's actually Smarticus. They call him Smarticus Brand.
2: Um, did did the Celtics <laughs> sell away their freedom? Yes, yes they did, and we got
1: back, you know, tight. So we had to get a get rid of freedom. That probably was the turning point for us. We started, I mean. We lost our nine-game win streak as soon as Marcus Smart got hurt and didn't play for a mm. game. And well, let,
0: look, let me, let me put it to you this way. Uh, going forward, the rest of the season, and then we have the playoffs to look forward to, what is your biggest concern about your team and what is your least concern? Like, what do you think? Oh, we don't, I'm not worried about that. That's our, probably our biggest strength. You mentioned a few things, but just to crystallize it that way.
1: Um, biggest concern would be, you know, health. Yeah. You know, staying healthy. Um, my my least concern is our offensive performance. I mean, again, we got defense has been stellar. Rob Williams have will played a hell of a year, locking down interior, getting block shots. I think he's like second in blocks. Al Horford has been Al Horford mm-hmm. playing at the four, starting. I mean, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of the two big lineup that we have, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's been okay as long as our guys, our top five have been healthy. But it starts to hurt us when one of them goes out. Um, but I feel like again, once All Star Break comes back, if everybody's healthy, once it's over, I think we don't play again till twenty six. We're, we're gonna make another run. We're gonna we're gonna be a serious team in the East. You know, hopefully we we'll see you in the playoffs.
0: Okay. Oh God, I I Why shudder to think that's what that's gonna do to our that. friendship if we meet in the playoffs. That's gonna be awkward as hell. Because I'm, I'm really counting out. on the Bulls to go far. I
2: don't I don't think either of y'all are getting out of the first round.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: Out there. Hey, at well, least we'll make be the there? playoffs.
0: Who's
2: gonna be uh, there? Oh, it depends. Which which big man do you want, Joel Embiid, or do you? Well, want I was going
0: to talk about when I, when I was going to talk about both. The goals, I was going to mention that. And I mean, neither one of them really. Yeah,
1: yeah
2: you're, you're, not gonna be, you're not going to beat you're not going to beat them in a playoff series. First and of all, and John Alfred owns Embiid every time they. John, beat. it'll it'll be it'll be every your luck. Every time they
1: play each other. He owns a beat, and you can't tell me any difference. The John, it'll, it'll be your and luck it's, 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 that the Bulls
2: end up playing the
1: Tets. Instead, Curry. I mean, he has heart now, but he'll probably be hurt, too. Or at a strip club even wing somewhere. So, I mean, he's more of a liability than a... You know.
0: No, keep going, so, cuh. Let's just let it... Just unload the clip.
1: I I, I, I digress. You worry about Zion and his health. Don't worry about I, it. I will. I, 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 I,
2: got a, I got a flight going and out to Portland tomorrow.
1: fucking blood clotting Ingram,
2: then now you have. Ingram's fine. I don't know why you're talking Ingram. about Ingram. Ingram's fine. Ingram's fine. CJ's fine. They're all fine, other than Zion, who's okay. the biggest piece of the puzzle. Well, um, Steve, but no, John,
0: would you, you like me to, to go, or would you want to go? Do you want to go?
2: No, I just wanted to tell you that like, if there's a pretty good chance your Bulls could get matched up in a first round playoff series against the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant coming back, Simmons finally playing, and half of Kyrie Irving. So I mean, like, it's not going to be easy.
0: Well, I got I got two words and I guess I'll talk about my Bulls and we can get to your Pelicans. Uh two words. DeMar DeRozan. De-
2: DeMar, like. Yeah, I got I got I got two more oh. words for you. You ready? Peaking
0: early. Okay. To to kind of put it into uh means what, the way I phrased the question to call. Uh, yes, my biggest concern is not only health. I think I think all of us agree that health is like I think any NBA fan probably agrees that health is like the mo- biggest concern especially after the last season, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah you
1: might want to keep anything that's a choking hazard away from your team, you know, just in case just to be Okay. Sick. All
0: right. That's fair. That's fair. Uh I think that my biggest concern is that like when the playoffs come around, um depending on who we match up, who we, who we're matched up with, uh, I am worried that like, you know, that the game changes in the playoffs, as the old cliche that it slows down and things get more intense. I don't know how Demar is going to handle uh, the offensive load, how the offensive our offensive how our offensive output will adjust for the better and not necessarily regress or get derailed in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work. That's my biggest. I think that's my
2: biggest. Can potential. I can I yeah. point out his his struggles as a Toronto Raptor in the playoffs?
0: I think there's a well, no, well the, documented. I'm not, I'm
2: not doing that to take a shot. I'm just. I'm I know. Just, I'm I know, just You're just there, fair. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. To your point, like, for, he's
0: he's
2: proven to struggle in the playoffs. So I just you know.
0: Yeah, I, that's what, but
2: I think that I like, like Legos,
1: <laughs>
0: anything small. What I'm saying is that I'm hoping to. I'm hoping that while Zach doesn't have necessarily the same. Uh, track record he doesn't have the same experience as Demar does in the playoffs and albeit negative experience but still experience I'm hoping that where uh, Demar makes up Demar uh, has the experience of being in the playoffs and Zach lacks I hope that he will be able to I'm kind of putting this in a weird way uh, I'm hoping that if Demar kind of regresses that Zach will elevate. Because I, I really think that the the good thing about our team, I think our best strategy – I'm really a big fan of Alex Caruso. As weird as that sounds, like I really – when he was injured and he's been out and fucking – what is it? Grayson Allen, motherfucker, injured Caruso again right as he came back. But like uh I'm really a big fan of Caruso. I think he's very valuable to this team on the defensive side because I think that we lack defense in a lot of areas. And I don't think Demar and Zach are really great at playing defense, but Caruso is really good at it. uh. He's valuable to the team, but I'm hoping that if Demar, when he comes down, because he's playing at a very high level right now, I think when he eventually comes down, I really think Zach will be a good counterbalance as well. Uh, I think that yeah, that's my biggest my my biggest concern is Demar coming back back down to earth in the playoffs. And the least thing I'm, I guess I'm worried about is you know this take it for what it will i'm not worried about team chemistry anymore like i was very worried cuz we had a lot of new players is coming on this season and i was very worried like oh how is billy Donovan going to make all this work but it really seems like at least from what i've seen that the team knows its roles and knows how to win uh but again the playoffs will change things playoffs change every. like the playoffs are very different from the regular season so we'll see how they adjust as a team but i'm not worried like i'm not i've seen enough of this team that i'm convinced like no they're they're not like a, a collection of players i think that they're a really solid team uh at least or maybe i'm just being optimistic i don't know we're all kind of biased in our respective uh assessments of our teams uh so yeah that's a why I'm coming from. and I what i'm saying be biased about and what i'm talking about is uh i think if everything is going our favor the only team that really worries me is the bucks because Giannis seems to be getting even better which is somehow possible i guess but like He scares me. So I'm like, I really, I'm not, I'm, i think that, you know, with as much as chaotic as the, the nets have been, you're right. They could beat us if we met them in the playoffs, but I'm not necessarily sure like, Oh, they're definitely going to beat us. But like the way Giannis is playing right now, I'm like, and maybe he might come down to earth towards when the playoffs roll around. But like, I'm genuinely like, I don't know who's going to be able to maybe a beat and be, but I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if anyone's going to be able, be able to beat the bucks this season. Cause like, again, he's so dude, he is, fucking incredible uh but we can talk about that when we get to the playoffs so i'll let you go steven now uh with the pelicans uh i know that you know you guys aren't necessarily where y'all want to be or where you want to be uh but like what is y'all's what is your biggest concern i think it's obvious but like what is your biggest concern and it's what is
2: just, it's, it's it's just it's zion's it's i don't even need to you don't even need to finish the question it's zion's yeah. health and yeah. it i mean he's gonna is he gonna play First of all, the team is supposedly built around him, but he, he's he's not he's not playing. He gets hurt mm-hmm. with all these these random incidents that are that none of them happen off the court or on the court rather. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the team is just it's just waiting for him to come back. We've got it's the same story for them. They've got a nice young core. they have got some some solid veterans, and we're just waiting on Zion to come back and, and put all the pieces together. But every time Zion comes back, it's it's late in February, and the team's you know thirteen games under 500 and yeah. they can't they can't get there he can't get ready in time and it's it's whatever it's just, so
0: just for the record where what did the, I, I'm sure you're keeping up to date with these reports but where's the reporting is I had heard a rumor that he may have re-injured his leg and he might not even play this entire season do you know no, no, that, like I have
2: no idea the, the okay. organization the organization is not very transparent with it. all we know is that Zion has been out in in like Oregon somewhere uh, yeah. maybe Portland I don't know he's been out in Oregon rehabbing. And that's where he's been. He's not been with the team. No idea. Mm-hmm. We don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know what's. No, yeah, we don't even yeah. know what's wrong with him. We don't know if he re-injured himself. There's there's all yeah. kinds of conflicting reports. Nobody nobody really knows except those that are close to him, and they're not they're not saying anything. I don't even
0: think the team knows. It's, well, it's speaking really of, not good. Well, speaking of Portland, y'all made some moves. Uh, y'all y'all traded some players to get CJ McCollum. You were one of the. I talked to a few Pelicans fans that I know. Um, my family, some of my friends that are follow the team, uh, some of them were really excited about C.J. McCollum. Some of them were like, well, we'll see. You, were, you d- explicitly said you're not a big fan of C.J. McCollum, right?
2: Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a big volume shooter, um, very hot and cold, and apparently everybody seems to be overvaluing his hot moments um, mm-hmm. because he has not been very good. He's part of the reason why Portland lost last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, his name had to carry him because C.J. couldn't do jack shit.
0: Yeah, I now, recall that yeah. Now
2: I will give I will give CJ some credit for now because he's 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 been he's been pretty good since he got here, but the team still sucks.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Throwing that out there. Um but he's also full when the team is fully healthy, he's gonna be asked to do something different than he has in Portland. And I think mm-hmm. I I think I mentioned this to you, but like in Portland, he was the clear cut second option. Definitely. On this team, Assuming that Jonas, let's say next year, that everybody's everybody's healthy, which is never happening anyway.
0: Yeah, let's um, be optimistic though.
2: But let's let's say everybody's healthy next year, and they bring back, they still keep Valanciunas, and he's still pretty good. Yeah. Zion, Bi, and and whatever, like CJ might be the fourth option on the team.
0: It <laughs> oh, could geez. be a, uh, Yeah, that's what a I'm saying. A lot of like, pieces for a fourth. For, yeah, for, I mean, well, you
2: know, I mean, like, the avocados, yeah, Jose Avocado is right. pretty good. Um, you know, like they've they've Herb Jones, my God, like they got they lucked him, they lucked into finding him, and, and Griffin even David Griffin even acknowledges, like, yeah, I didn't expect this guy to be that good. So you know, like, there's there's a lot of pieces there. They just have to put it together, and they just have to be good. They just they just don't. They're just not consistent. They they lose games all the time. It just it just seems like nobody really cares. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't, they don't have that that same fire like hey, this is it. We need to go. We need to win these games. They just don't they just don't have it. They have a lot of talent and this team fully healthy, I could argue has probably one of the best starting fives in the league as a, as a whole. They just can't
0: I was gonna ask, uh, as maybe as minor as it may seem, what do you think is your your least concern about this team, if you have any at all? Like, do you have any like bright spots that you want to shout out about the Pelicans? I mean, it's it's the same it's
2: the same story with them. It's like, oh, we have a nice young core, you know? We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. But it's like it's it's like South Park's heroin hero. It's like you never you just never actually catch it. You just keep injecting yourself with the same bullshit. Like, oh, well, you know, when we have success, you keep saying when, but like. It hasn't happened yet. We I
0: continue appreciate to have the bullshit. I appreciate the South Park Deep Cut. Um, well, I did want to ask both of you because uh, Billy Donovan's been with us for a while, and I'm pretty comfortable uh, about where he stands. Um, and I like him. I, I think that I, he's he's the best. Well, anyway, I really like Billy Donovan, but you both have new coaches this year, correct? And so, what do you guys stand on your new coaches? You got Willie Green in uh, New Orleans, and then help me out, Cud, Neil Long's husband. What's his name again?
1: He made Udoka.
0: How do you feel about him, Ka Like, how do y'all feel about y'all's new new coaches? Uh, either one of y'all can um, start. I,
1: I like his approach.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: like I like what he's trying to bring. I don't feel like he's been, you know, I mean, he's he's very vocal, and you can see it on the sidelines. A lot of players respect him. He's bringing in some guys that he's worked with, and mm-hmm. that's why you know it's it's been seamlessly like a seamless transition for Devin White to come in because he's already played with Marcus Smart. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, under Udoka at the 2019 Olympics team, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: all played together there. Um, well, one thing I will say about him, I don't like his rotations that no. much. Um, sometimes he's, early in the year, he was going like 10 deep. I mean, he shortened the rotation down Yeah, this, this stretch of wind to like 8, which I feel like is a comfortable spot. Like a, an 8-man rotation. I know he's running these guys' knees into the ground probably because they are in the game all the entire game jalen mm-hmm. brown and jason tatum that is but i mean it's it's been a good thing for them to just kind of build that chemistry so i mean i, I like what he's doing i think it's going to be a great addition mm-hmm. i don't have any really, that much complaints about him other than him running people into the ground he finally got the rotation down to eight man so i think i think we'll be good you know
0: yeah and steven likewise i know that he's obviously had a lot it's been an uphill battle for him, especially as a rookie coach. Like, uh, what what do you think about Willie Green, man? Uh,
2: I mean, the players like him, which is, which is probably the most important thing. Um, he's got a hard-on for Garrett Temple for some reason. He just won't stop playing Garrett Temple, despite him having the worst plus-minus on the team by a long mile. Um, but, I mean, you know, I just – it's whatever. It's a new coach. It's the same result. We're still thirteen games under five hundred. Zion is still nowhere to be seen. It's the same story with the Pelicans. It's it's yeah. it's very hard for me to comment on anything other than the fact that like, okay, like we keep talking about success, but like when is it gonna happen? When is Zion yeah. gonna play? Got, I shouldn't I shouldn't I shouldn't need to ask that question this late season. When is Zion gonna play? Nobody has any idea. It's just it's just
0: strange. Yeah. I I, that reminded me of a friend from high school who posts a lot on Facebook. He was like, I'm begging. He posted something on Facebook where he's like, I don't know how else to say, say it, but I'll keep saying it. I'm begging you to keep Garrett Temple off the floor. Can we please get him off the Pelicans? I'm just like, oh man. He's pretty terrible, I guess. I I don't I don't get to watch Pelicans that much, and I get to watch the uh, Bulls uh, a little bit more. But it's uh, I know we kind of touched on it, but I really want y'all's thoughts on the Harden Simmons trade. It, a lot has been said about it. It had been it, it it was two, and it was probably the two biggest storylines, at least in the East. Definitely in the East that have been going on, um, and they kind of resolved each other. Uh, do y'all think that Harden takes? you know, Embiid in the 76ers to the conference finals. Do you think Simmons is going to fit in well on the nets? Like, what do you, what do you think, Steven? Um,
2: well, I'm going to start, I can't, I, I'm not going to speak too much for, for Philly because I feel like they gave up a lot of, I, I what I don't think is going to be talked about enough with Philly is that the pieces that they gave up to mm-hmm. get Harden, um, is going to be very impactful. Like the mm-hmm. Seth Curry's of the world, like they, they're going to have some issues there, but, um, for Brooklyn, if they could get healthy, and let's say at some point Brooklyn decides, or New York rather decides yeah. to waive, you know, the vaccine required for Kyrie to be in the building and play, um, they they're going to be just as good, maybe maybe even better than mm. than with Harden, um, especially if they get if they get eighty percent of what Ben Simmons was. Um, that's they they've won the trade by far. Um, for them to get somebody on defense and somebody that can basically play like the Draymond Green role for that team, yeah, that's that's what they need. Um, I just they're going to be they're going to be good. They're they're they are they are the sleeping giant of the league right now, and that's just waiting for those three guys to get on the court together and and play. And I and I guess we could say the same thing about them when Harden was there, mm-hmm. but. It just it's it just feels different now because they've got they've got a guy like Seth Curry you know they brought in Drummond to help them with you know get rebounds and stuff because they were they were terrible with bigs and
0: yeah.
2: um, they've got some serviceable pieces now so like they're they're definitely a team to keep an eye on um, but with Philly it's just you know like Harden Harden's gonna have to take the fat suit off and and really become old Harden for them to to really to be what they want to be and I don't. I don't buy him. I, I buy I buy and beat in the playoffs or you not buy Harden yet. So I just yeah. don't I don't believe in them.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if Harden is like I think we've we've been counting on Harden to be or, or maybe not we, but we I think everybody the NBA community's been expecting Harden to reach to still have it in him to be that M V P level Harden and I'm not exactly sure that the rules changed. Uh he's getting older, like you know, he's not you know uh I don't know. I'm very curious. I, I i i'm with you i don't necessarily know what the situation is going to be like in philly but i I disagree with you i mean i disagree with you but i i am expecting it not to work out for the nets i think that there's too much chaos i don't see it working out i just i'm like the Kyrie thing i don't know if simmons and like you have steve nash as a coach i'm not necessarily sure about steve nash as coach like to make all it work but i i do believe in kevin durant i i will not doubt kevin durant but again I don't know. I don't see it coming together for them, uh, but I'll be happy. I'll be the first to admit when I'm wrong if they are winning the East, but they have to go through our bowls, <laughs> go through my bowls. I'm sorry. They have to go through my bowls. Uh, I remember not too long ago, I think maybe we talked about it on the last episode we all did together, but I definitely remember you being a big fan of Seth Curry. Um, do you think that piece is like Steven mentioned? Uh, do you think that uh, the Nets acquiring Seth Curry from the Philly, from Philly and Philly giving up a lot, do you think that do you agree with Stephen that that's getting downplayed, or how do you feel about it all, too? I mean,
1: I, I definitely agree. That was a big piece they gave up, mm-hmm. and I mean, that's one of the main reasons why I feel like the Nets won that trade. I mean, even you know, they basically replaced their shooting with another shooter, yeah. and then you got a person in Ben Simmons that can play the five, and then, you know that could be a playmaker for him if he decides to come back and actually play. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you do get Kyrie back, I feel like they're in a better position to actually move with the pieces that they have now. The Philly is a lot of still up in the air in Philly. We haven't seen Harden been the, the Rockets Harden since since the Rockets, obviously. Yeah, you know he since... hasn't really been like he hasn't played a full season. I don't feel like since he left since he left Houston. Yeah, I mean it's just a lot up in the air. And I mean I'm, I hope we get matched up with Philly because I want to beat them. Tobias Harris hasn't been the Tobias Harris of late, but I mean, I feel like, again, when Stephen said I mean, the Nets are obviously the sleeping giants that everybody's just waiting to wake up So like, everybody gets healthy I mean, I don't feel like they're going to miss a beat they didn't really lose much just losing James Harden because, I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he wasn't fully healthy all the time he was there and then you got a great shooter in Seth Curry that can, you know, give you points, another Curry to carry KD to a championship mm. Yeah you know?
2: The question is, when will James Harden quit on Philly?
0: Oh, Jesus. Exactly. He's not going to quit on his boy Maury, his, like, boon Coon. Uh-huh. He already quit on him once. Well, quit on him again. well uh, I, I hope not. <laughs> I, 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 you know what, I don't dislike or I dislike how he used to play with that insurance fraud as it is uh, with all those fouls that he would rack up, Um but I don't dislike or like James Harden. I think mean, I think I'm like as a person. I mean, I don't know him really as a person, but like as a person and as a player, I'm like largely indifferent to him. I don't feel overwhelmingly like oh no, he's great, and oh no, he's terrible. Like I don't feel any way about him really. It's really interesting. I really was like, I can't say I hate him. I think he's silly. I guess I I think he's silly, but like I don't really I don't really feel any one way or the other about him anymore. Um. I did want to talk about the MVP. Uh, last thing. Oh, I guess we could talk about before we go to the MVP. So, who do we expect in the finals? Like, who do we? Who are we willing to say go out on a limb in February of 2022? Like, who do we think is going to make it to the finals? Um, I guess we could start in the West, uh, and then uh, I, I'll, you and can... I'll
2: just I'll just throw them out there. I, I think it's going to be Bucks Warriors. Really, really.
0: Okay, yeah. you think Clay coming back's that dramatic? Of it, uh, it's going to get him over the edge. Clay Thompson, yes. Okay, so okay, so you think it's the, the gonna you're not be you were you were kind it. of high in the Suns, but like you're not going to pick the Suns this time.
2: No, I, I mean, like I told you that I was surprised that they're up there, but I, you know, I, I can't. I, all I can look at is who they beat last year and the amount of injured teams that they had to beat to get to the finals. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, and you know me, I don't. I I follow LeBron as long as I've watched the NBA and I just don't put a lot of stock in the regular season. So like, I don't care that they're seven games up, you know, on the Warriors between the one and two seed. Like that's fine. It's whatever. Mm. The Warriors don't have anything in the regular season to play for. Like they need to get to the playoffs healthy. And that's, that's their goal. So I just, you're telling me that, that you would rather, you think that, that Chris Paul, Devin Booker and DeAndre are better than Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins and Draymond Green with the championship pedigree that that team has. Like I just, I don't buy it. Mm. So if if Clay Clay is Clay is kind of getting back into the fold. You know he's he's, he's hot. He's cold. Like he's, he hasn't played much in two years, but like he's got a lot of time now to kind of figure himself out. And I think come playoff time, I think you'll see the Warriors of old because they've now post Kevin Durant, they have they've kind of got their whole like strength and numbers deal back. Like they've mm-hmm. got guys that they can go to off the bench now and just run Steve Kerr's system and just be good. I expect them. I expect them to to wipe away most of the West, and I think they'll have a good series with the Suns, maybe in the Western Conference Finals. But I don't I don't see how the Warriors don't make the finals. And then on the flip side, um, the only thing I think that's going to stand in the Bucks' way is, is the Nets if they figure it out. Mm. I just don't I don't ex- I, I don't I don't expect I don't expect Philly to be that good. I, I just you know I, they gave up a lot for Harden, and I just don't believe in Harden. I think your Bulls are way too inexperienced. Um, I think the Heat are like the old school, like Detroit Pistons style. They're going to play a lot of defense, but at the end of the day, a team that can score is just going to be too much for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I think, I think it's a bad matchup for Boston against the Bucks. And you know, obviously, look the Cavs aren't going to make any noise. We all know it. They, they're they had a good year, but that's this is the end of the road. for I them. agree. It's just you've got a team that won it last year. They're fully healthy. They got everybody back. You know they, they they clearly have the the three like the best big three of of anybody on that side that's not named the Nets. Assuming they you know because of all the issues that they have. So I just I don't those those are who I expect to get there, and I don't I don't think I don't think I, I would be shocked if it's not those two. So uh, full what
0: disclosure, big
2: three,
0: huh the, uh, the the
2: the Chris Chris Middleton Drew Holiday and Giannis. I think that's the best. Three mans you can best three men you can you can bring out of the Eastern Conference right now in terms of like healthy and availability. Okay.
0: Uh, I was gonna say full disclosure. I wanted you two to go first and make picks on the East because I honestly I don't know who's coming out the East. So, who do you think is coming out the? I'm sorry, not the East. I apologize. I was reading something as I was saying that. I wanted y'all to go first. And convince me of who was coming out the West because I really don't know who's coming out of the West. Cut. Uh, so, who do you think's coming out of the West, Ka?
1: I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm gonna disagree with Stephen. I feel like it's gonna come down to Phoenix and Golden State, but I, I think that Phoenix actually gets to the final level. Golden State. I don't think they're frauds. I mean, I don't think last year it was a fluke based off of just injuries. Which I mean, I guess we all kind of thought that when it happened, it was definitely because everybody was injured. Mm-hmm. But I mean they've been playing good good basketball. I mean Chris Paul is a hell of a point guard. I mean that mm-hmm. was the I me. Mean, he knows knows the league. Smart guy. Um obviously they'll be going against my Celtics, but you know
0: I, I don't expect them to come out of
1: that with a win. But...
0: So you're saying your yeah. Celtics will go all the way to the finals but fall short. That sounds like it's going to be a rough patch for you. If that if yeah, I, No,
1: I I said I don't expect them as a uh, Phoenix.
0: I was, I was, I, I'm sorry, I misunderstood the pronoun usage there. My apologies. So. This, is,
1: this is the year, what, banner 18? Oh, God. Yeah, it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Jesus. Focus, okay? See, I'm not
0: You're even trying, that confident in my Bulls, man. I think that the Bulls are going to make it to these. Here,
1: okay. <laughs> I wouldn't be that confident in the Bulls either if I was you, but I mean, we're talking about the Celtics.
0: Well, I think that the Bulls are gonna. I'm hoping the Bulls make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I know, crazy, um, but I'm hoping. I'm expecting. I'm expecting the Bucks to win the East. I really believe that because I think, like I said earlier, Giannis is on a tear. And I, you made some great points, Stephen. Like they really didn't lose anybody. Really, I. Oh, I'm sorry. They did lose White Dante. They did lose Dante DiVincenzo. So that's a big loss for them. So
2: yeah, they, I mean, they also lost PJ Tucker,
0: who was, who was oh yeah, that's right, um, I forgot. But about But
2: their their core guys are all still there, so yeah, you know, and they have I, the
0: yeah, they're
2: they're gonna they're gonna be a hard out, they're very hard out,
0: yeah, and they have the, in my opinion, the best player in the league right now. So like you know, um, but the West, I really don't know. I think you guys have nailed it. Um, and I'm not trying just trying to piggyback off y'all's answers in all seriousness. Uh, I think it's I think you got a great you make great points about the Warriors, man. I just don't. I don't know. Uh, I, I I really I'm really I really I think, don't know who's coming. Up I with.
2: think I think people have just forgotten about the Warriors. I mean, you know, like they were they were a great team before they picked up Kevin Durant. They still have the same core group of guys who obviously have aged a bit. But um, I mean, generally speaking, I mean, you know, like Steph Curry was saucing up Chris Paul like mm-hmm. ten years ago almost. So I mean, you know, Chris Paul is still kind of old. Steph Curry's still, you know in the prime of his career. If Clay can get it back and Draymond can just be good on defense,
0: uh, you know, uh, they're, you're not going to beat that team. They're going to shoot you out of the gym. What's very interesting is that I feel like the nuggets aren't being discussed. And, uh, rightfully they shouldn't
1: be it, it Memphis. I mean, yeah. Like, too young well, Me-
2: Memphis. Memphis has yeah. the same thing with the bulls and the, and the, and the Cavs. Like, you know, they're, they're, they're just, I don't, you know, that. Uh, the, they're not. They're not ready yet. They're. They're having a good regular season, but but when it comes to playoff time, they got to play these playoff games. They. They're not. They're not ready for that yet. It's. A, it's a different game.
0: Well, what I was going to say about the. What. Well, what I was going to say about the Nuggets was that uh, you know, reigning MVP, they've kind of just kind of fallen to the middle of the pack, and we can kind of segue into the MVP discussion, and that'll be our last topic for this episode. Is just like, maybe they will come alive in the playoffs, but like I. I don't see them. When it, it doesn't it feels like they were definitely in contention at least in the bubble as well but like last year they were also in it and then they you know they got they got knocked out by the suns right I believe the, they got knocked out by the suns um last season in the playoffs and it feels like they should be a bigger. Contender? And are, are we just sleeping on them? But you, you think that uh, no, they are? No, th- it's because it's uh, it's all about Jamal Murray because he, he's he's yeah, hurt. Yeah, he
2: hasn't he tore. I think he tore his ACL or something. Like yeah, that. he hasn't played and he's he's done for the season. So like they're they're kind of eliminated in my mind from winning the West. Like they're gonna yeah. they're gonna be good. They're gonna they're gonna provide something of a challenge to some team, but like they're not they're not getting back there as good mm-hmm. as Nicole is. They're not getting back there.
0: Well, I was hoping that Jamal would come back this season, but I guess he isn't, huh? No,
2: I haven't I haven't heard anything to suggest that.
0: Yeah. That's that's the big factor, I guess. Like, I was hoping that he would be able to maybe a little too optimistically think that Jamal would be able to come back and maybe even more optimistically be able to contribute off that serious injury. So, yeah, I, I guess it is kind of, like, weird that I forget that it was, like, season was really crazy last year and it was a quick turnaround and stuff. So, I will say, since it is my pod and I get to make the rules, I guess, to be a little bastard like that, I will leave my who's going to win the West is – I'm going to leave it blank for now. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I guess if I flip a coin, I'll like I'll decide one way or the other, but I really don't know. But I think that we all agree that it will probably come down to either the Warriors or, this, uh, or the Suns. So let's talk about the uh, MVP. Do you all think – do you all have any particular uh, betting, like personal favorites? Uh, I I personally hope Giannis wins it again because I think Giannis is – Giannis might be my favorite player in the league that's not a bull. Um but like we have Embiid is like I think the betting favorite. I had the odds in front of me. It's I think it's Embiid's to lose. Um, um let me see. I had the I had the odds. So Embiid odds is a plus one twenty five. Jokic is a plus three twenty five. Giannis is a plus three seventy five. Steph Curry is a plus eight hundred, and Ja Moran. These are the top five candidates. Ja Moran is a plus twelve hundred. Um Ja is
2: ja, well, ja, hurt right now, so he's probably he's got almost no chance because of that. I don't think he's mm-hmm. gonna play for another few games. Steph, i think should probably be second mm-hmm. um I, but it all depends this is as of like right now i mean like when they still have a whole another, at least a month to go I, mm-hmm. things could totally change i i think it's still in beads to lose right now because mm-hmm. in the meantime he still has to carry that team while harden is shedding his fat suit so uh and he's, he's, and he's and he's been and he's been absolutely dominant too so yeah, i yeah, mean like good. he's he's probably gonna win i think he deserves it um I think Steph should probably be considered for, for second, but he's kinda of cooled off. Uh Giannis should be up there as well. But those I think it's one of those three and I don't I don't think anybody else outside of them has a shot.
1: How do you feel, Ka? I mean, I agree. I mean I agree with him, especially on the the thing, but I'm I'm rooting for Giannis, kinda of like mm-hmm. you said. I mean he's kind of, I mean, he's grown to be one of my favorite players in the league as well. Or just somebody that's fun to watch. I mean a guy that's yeah, a exactly. genuine person. You know. Just, just you know, he competes I and mean, he literally loves the game. But mm-hmm. he's developing his game. Like he's he's shooting more three pointers. He's trying to actually develop mm-hmm. an all around thing, and he's great at it. So I mean, I mean, I'm rooting for him as far as MVP MVP. I mean, it could be Embiid to lose though. But I mean, if he's gonna lose to anybody, it'd be Giannis.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I think it's fair. I think we all agree. I. It's funny how like uh while we may disagree on our teams, but like it, I think <laughs> overall on a macro level the NBA, it's like there's ju- – it, 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 it usually falls to a general consensus of like, well, it's either this or that or it's more than likely going to be this. But um, yeah, uh, I didn't really have anything else to talk about. I think we made uh, about, about two hours. The episode episode's probably going to shake out around two hours, which is good. That was all I wanted to talk about. Was there anything else you all wanted to talk about, any specific sports or non-sports related? Um, I, I have
2: one question that I'm yes, curious sir. of. Of Anthony's opinion and, and yours too, for that matter, but it, mm-hmm. it's concerning the Lakers. Um, mm-hmm. They're currently in the ninth spot. They're they're They would have to absolutely fall apart as bad as they've been. They have they have to be even worse to get out of that nine spot or just to not make the, the play in game. Yeah. Um, so assuming they'll be in anywhere from seven to 10, I don't think they would ever reach six. That said, they're only six games back of that, but um, Lakers, Fully healthy. Westbrook, AD, LeBron, they're all there. They're all playing. All, with all the other guys in the AARP that's on that team. <laughs> um, they make the playoffs, and they're all healthy. Can they actually make some noise? Are, 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 is this is this whole regular season? Because, I mean, look, I, I have to ask because they've got LeBron, and, you know, LeBron yeah. shit about the regular season, and then they turn it on come playoff time. That's, that's a typical LeBron team. I know he's 37, and I, this team is – clearly been the worst one maybe not on paper but they've just they've just underperformed so dreadfully do they do you give them any shot in the playoff do you see do you would do you give them any chance in your mind where you're like maybe they could turn it on like they they have the talent it's there i I feel like if the bracket's right they can Mm -hmm. i mean if they get matched up
1: with somebody like the warriors in the first round i mean obviously you
2: well, that's 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 who it would be. Unless they get to the sixth seed, it's going to be Suns or Warriors. Assuming they win the playoff, assume they win the play-in. So assume, let's 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 just let's just call it today. It would be it would be Timberwolves, Trailblazers, and the Clippers, the Lakers. That's hilarious, by the way. Clippers, Lakers in a play-in game to get in the playoffs. Let's say they beat the Clippers. So they would be the eight seed.
0: So they—that's another be, team that's fallen off that we don't hear much discussion about. Well, that's about because anymore.
2: Kawhi and Paul George have both been injured, and yeah, I don't definitely. know when either of them are going to come back. I think Paul George might actually come back this season, but I don't think Kawhi will. Um, so let's say they beat the Clippers at the eight seed. They got to go up against Phoenix.
1: Then, then I feel like it's they're one and done. I mean, they are they winning two games? It. Are they
2: winning two games? Are they making it? Uh, a series I was going to say I think it's sweet. No, I don't. I don't
1: think LeBron would go out like that. I, I mean, I'm not a huge LeBron fan, but they they got talent. They can get you know day to day Davis to actually play a full series, then they might they might day to day Tony. You know, I, they might be able to get him – You know, I say they can get two in.
2: Yeah, so, I, I don't know. I just it's just i feel I'm the only one that I can that I can get to be on board with me. Just I I convince myself they, of it. I just, I feel like if they, when they get into the playoffs and and they're healthy, if, if Anthony Davis wants to reattach his ankle and he's fine and LeBron's healthy and Westbrook is whatever fuck Westbrook is, like, I feel like they can make some noise in a, in a slowed down series where it's just like, your best three versus our best three, like, I think they got a shot. I don't
0: know, where does, maybe. Where does, where does AD stand with you now? Like, I, I think he's, I mean, mostly injury, but like, he had that great year. He had the great postseason in the bubble, where you're shooting his life shooting the, we're shooting his lights out, shooting the lights out. Oh god, sorry guys, uh, <laughs> it's been a while. I'm, I'm rusty. I'm rusty. Uh, yeah, uh,
2: it's it's funny you asked that because I actually actually I think it was ESPN or whatever it was somebody was talking about it. They were just like, it's kind of weird that like two years ago we were talking about you know AD and and Giannis, like you know who's better and it was like an actual argument and then you asked that same question today and it's just like it's Giannis no, it's not even it's not close, even close. It's like AD, AD sucks compared to Giannis now um I, I don't I don't know I just yeah, he's just so injured like all the time AD and Carl Anthony Towns yeah, yeah, now, now that's kind of more of a, a topic of conversation AD or Towns because it's certainly an AD Giannis but I, 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 don't, I don't know I when he's healthy he's really
0: good but he's never healthy so who knows well to answer your question, uh, I don't see them winning a playoff series. I don't. I, I, like Koa said, maybe if the bracket fell their way, some way, somehow, maybe they have, they'll make the to to, second. They'd have to make up six games to the Nuggets
2: yeah. in order to do that. And that I just, that is I don't,
0: I don't see that. I, I hate to say it because I, I do like LeBron, and I, still, I kind of like AD. Um, and Russ, I think, is just like such an interesting guy that like I kind of guess I got a root for him, I and mean, he's a hometown guy in L. A. Right? But like, I don't, I don't see it. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Maybe I need to. I don't know. You're right. We got to a little bit of time. The playoffs don't start till like mid April, end of April. So like, you got a few months. Maybe. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't I see just.
2: It. I just. I am. I, am told shown otherwise, a LeBron-led team, regardless of who the fuck is on it. When they get into the playoffs, it just things get different. And the only time he, the only time he didn't make it to the finals, at least the Western Conference Finals, was last year when AD got hurt, and then it was just you know, it was thirty-six year old LeBron by himself. But wouldn't it. you
0: have? But wouldn't you argue that eventually time does have to catch up with him? Right? It hasn't
2: yet. I mean, he's gotten injured a couple times, but I mean, he's still putting up all-star level numbers. Like he's still really damn good. I'm, I'm conceding now he's no longer the best player in the league at thirty-seven years old, but like he's still <laughs> in the top ten. I yeah. would say, yeah. I mean, he's still a very good player. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just told prove proven otherwise. So, I can see it otherwise if they make the playoffs and they win the playing game, and they're they
1: healthy. I mean, that's why I was like, if they ever got matched up with one of these younger teams, I mean, they got people that that know this situation, they know the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they going up against other people. I mean, the Suns would probably be the best. Bengals instead have people that won championships too. The Suns are still, you know, fresh, but I mean, they have. A lot of young talent that can probably outrun the Lakers, and, you know.
2: AARP. Yeah, I just you know they're, they're you know they could get into the playoffs, and and if LeBron and AD put up their regular numbers, and Westbrook is like serviceable, just serviceable. Like I feel like they could they could they could surprise a lot of people. Carmelo might have a game at home where he just shoots the lights out and hits seven threes or something crazy. I mean, like. I mean, look it, It can happen. I think there's a chance. I just I'm not I'm not sold that they are dead in the water yet. I'm not
0: opposed to it, but I just don't see it. I mean, they they
1: buy out Schroeder and they bring back Schroeder to LA.
0: Yeah, bring in another shooter that
2: can't perform in the playoffs. Great, that's what (laughs) they need. Well, well, I mean, they got to make some kind of move. Well I mean they had one and Pelinka didn't take it. They could have gotten John Wall and um actually I think they were trying to get John Wall.
0: To- we're talking about John Wall. Look, John they were trying
2: Wall.
1: John Wall for Westbrook straight up I think was
0: the
2: deal, right? No, they they wouldn't do that. Houston that, that's not worth Houston's time. I think they wanted I don't remember the deal. I'm pretty sure it was Westbrook for Westbrook and a first and their 27th first round pick for John Wall. And they didn't take it, and I I don't really know why. At some point, he's gonna be like, "Fuck it, we gotta try something."
0: But they shouldn't. I'm glad they didn't because, like, I don't think that that would have that wouldn't have helped. I don't think. Or uh, I, if it would have been an improvement, it wouldn't have been such a significant improvement. It's it's better to. It's not necessarily smart to do something just for the sake of doing something to look like you're doing something. It just I don't know. That, that... Well,
2: for for what it's worth, John Wall is, a, is also a clutch client, so he's a LeBron guy. So I don't throw that out there.
0: Well, I think that we have uh, had a great two hours. Um, I really appreciate y'all joining me. I know that this is uh, it's ne- y'all are always down for this. I'm glad we got to do this one more time. Uh, I, I really appreciate I mean, y'all are my boys, but like I really do appreciate how gung ho y'all have always been about getting on this pod and talking sports in the 95 episodes we've uh of the run of the show like y'all have been two of the mainstays and i really do appreciate it. and i do love talking sports with y'all even though i pale in comparison to y'all's analysis and expertise uh i'm just kind of a, a dork what is this what did you send yeah, me what, what what just popped up? um well, oh my that, god look at that plus minus
2: there's a reason why we're calling for for we to not play garrett temple
0: oh my gosh uh, Look at
2: that. The next closest is Thomas Sadaransky. He's minus one hundred and fifty. He more than doubles him in plus minus. It's awful. Get that man off the court.
0: Win some games. So on that note, we don't want Garrett Temple to overstay his welcome, and therefore we don't want to overstay our welcome either. Um, so that was. This has been a great episode. Thank you so much, guys, for doing this. Uh, I think that we we covered a lot, and it's going to be very interesting. Uh, second half of the season It's going to be interesting. Playoffs going to be interesting. NFL free agency. And, hope to god the saints figure something out <laughs> unless you guys have anything else to say uh i guess we could just wrap up uh Kyle, do you have any anything you want to plug anything you want to share anything you want to shout
1: out
0: my cash app is
1: dollar sign a j e n k 14 for all the listeners out there that you know think the bulls are gonna choke send me a dollar you know i expect to have a lot of
0: dollars i'm gonna edit this out i'm just gonna bleep <laughs> it all out um uh uh steven do you have anything you want to share shout out or plug anything before we warriors and six warriors and six jesus christ i was we've we've gone from spurs and eight to warriors and six uh and
2: we're gonna place a lot of bets in vegas to see who's gonna win the playoffs <laughs> well,
0: um, i won't be placing we're, we're, them
2: i won't be placing them in vegas because then i'm gonna have to go back to vegas to cash them oh yeah that's not true. A, um it
1: makes sense makes sense
0: Well, I I think that's going to do it for us today, guys. Thank you again. Please, if you enjoyed this episode, first off, thank you for listening. And if you really enjoyed this episode, don't only donate to Anthony's Cash App, but also like, subscribe, (laughs) share to your friends. I think these last six episodes are going to be really special. I'm so sorry for keep dragging my feet. I've been meaning to get back in the saddle for a while now. I just haven't really felt like there's been a topic I really wanted to discuss. But uh, looking at these last six episodes – I pretty much have – let's see. I think I have like four of the six I know who I want to do, um, so I have like two more slots to fill. But that's I'll, – I'll definitely fill them because there have been people who have been like, oh, I've always wanted to do an episode, so let's do it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we can do that. Um, and we got some main – we got some regulars that I want to bring back on. um before we wrap up. So there's that. So a lot to look forward to thank you for everyone who's been curious, like where the show has been. Sorry again. And I uh, hope you stick with us for these last six episodes. Cause I'm going to try and make them as special as possible. I started this pod summer. I think June I think it was like June or May of, of 2016 when I moved here to Austin um, so yeah I'm really looking to finish strong and uh, I really do appreciate everybody that's listened I was looking at the I don't look at the stats anymore really I kind of gave up on that but I looked at the stats after not listening looking at them for a while and I was very impressed uh, I'm very very flattered of all the people that have listened and uh, yeah and uh, yeah that's gonna do it for us guys um yeah <laughs>
1: it's been a pleasure jflow
0: always, always a, pleasure. a pleasure always a pleasure co uh Yomia, pepsi uh <laughs> steven uh i look forward to seeing you guys both in a couple weeks and uh tearing it up in vegas and uh you know um we're all gonna be sharing a hotel room and we'll become cuddle buddies that's like the next step mm-hmm. in our relationships right <laughs> cuddle buddies uh, next step for what, something
1: what happens in vegas never mind that, that's not the best thing to say after that conversation man <laughs> oh no
0: oh all right right, guys that's gonna do it for us uh thank you for listening and i will talk to you gentlemen later and thank you for all your uh for all your wisdom and input in all that stuff that we talked about today all right see you guys all right
1: bye guys you